0: Forehead.
1: <laughs> Alright, <Halo style. laughs> gang. It's fun time. Here we go. Uh,
2: all I'm seeing is Larry I, and a bunch of names <laughs> for what's on board. they saying really. He's got a helmet on and a weapon.
3: He <laughs> trying to lie. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: I love it. <laughs> That's some mad bullshit, my dude. Yeah. Oh, uh, what's the ransom? <laughs> he's like, eh, worth a shot. Yeah. Um, hold up. Ask him how much his cargo is worth. Well, he's gonna or like how it. Much he wants to... no, no, no. Ask him how much he wants to pay for it the privilege to get his cargo ship back. Fair enough. Well, uh, how much do you want to pay to get your ship back?
5: Yeah man, but we're we're, we're gonna go places unless you pay. And then we're gonna shoot you, and then you won't have your cargo. So, how much do you want to pay for it? For what
3: it's worth, he's got 150k in cargo here.
4: You said him. Kill him. <laughs> That's okay. I don't mind. Kill me. All right. Get ready to draw. Quick draw, guys. Quick yep. r- draw. Well, get ready. It
0: was. It I was
1: want my nice
3: on? Yep. Uh, remember, this yep. was all on you. His... He's got a P4. Look, you guys are cutting out. Go. Yeah. Punch out. All right. Getting out right now. Get ready. Gonna be out any second
6: out. <laughs>
3: oh my God. What the fuck is
4: happening? <laughs> okay, okay, that's enough. He's dead, he's dead.
3: <laughs> oh man. Dude, all I can see is my God, God, just like... God, look at all that blood! All... <laughs> I just hear died.
2: fucking
5: bullets, fucking <laughs> flashlights. <laughs>
1: Greetings, 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 and welcome everyone to the Soul Citizens. I'm Griffin Gaming RPG, and we are back for another fun-filled week of conversation with some very exciting guests. But before I speak about our guests, I want to introduce my co-host for today, the one and the only man from Florida with all that stuff in the background. Colossal.
3: Hey <laughs> done. Welcome be back. Yes. Absolutely. It's good oh, to be back. Love to be Scott's got your off right. Gonna yeah. support the rowdies this week.
1: What I was gonna ask you, what are you champions of this week? It's always something different. What is it? The rowdies? Tampa Bay well,
3: Rowdies? They- the Rowdies is the Eastern Conference taps of the United Soccer League. Oh, okay, that's okay. the second tier of USA Soccer. Okay. So if you want to watch any sport and have a good time and watch a team win, come on, on am Tampa.
1: Okay, thank you for Where the you public masked? service announcement. We appreciate that.
3: <laughs> okay, let's move on
1: past Colossal uh, to the person directly to my right. And she is not a stranger to our show, and she is one of our uh one big supporter of ours and and it's always fun to have her on board and that would be dust buster the destroyer i was gonna say duster the bush oh, no. i was getting my dnb in reverse that time right just because i'm that's because i'm trying to pronounce this next name right so you know i'm all freaked out right so i'm i've already messed yours up but buster how are you
0: How you doing? Sweetie? i'm pretty i'm doing pretty good 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 just good. just chilling and killing chilling on a sunday huh yeah, like you know, that. just I so, washed the dogs today, uh-huh. you know.
1: Okay. Chilling and just, killing. You know, Did you just say that because this is the PVP show? Is that what made you say that? Or is that your normal thing?
0: Honestly, chilling and killing. Okay. Like, that's the PVP thing today. Okay. okay. It kind of fits the theme. But yeah, no, like I said, I, I washed the dogs today. So I've been more, more like chilling and washing. Sunday
1: chill, Sunday relaxing.
0: Okay, that's cool.
1: That's cool. And last but not least, uh, we have a face here that might be familiar to some. Uh, but we were really excited about being able to have, uh, this gentleman on board with us today, Agents Letty from Yay. mongrel squad. What's up buddy mongrel house mongrel house. All right. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Thanks guys. Um, good. Good. Yeah, happy to be here. Good. We are happy to have you here as well. Um, some of you have seen, uh, the title for this week's show and we talked about it a little bit, uh, last week. Can I get some into in the chat? Um, last week we talked about this a little bit that we're, on this, we're excited about this topic about PVP. Uh, as, as many of us know it as player versus player uh, versus player versus environment, PVE. But the title of this show is psychology versus Chaos, Say Psy-cha- chaotic, chaotic, chaos, right? Um, I share with our guests that we want to talk about PVP in the Star Citizen universe. And we're gonna get a little bit of history about them talk a little bit about what draws them to PvP, what they like about it, whether they do PvE as well. But then we're gonna also talk about how they've been doing PvP in Star Citizen currently, as well as the future of it in the game. You know, uh, many of us who, whether you like PvE or PvP, if you've been gaming any amount of time, you know that you need to have a little bit of everything in the game to make the game fun for everybody. And so we wanna kind of give a platform today out, a shout out to those who are into the pvp gameplay colossal is one of our people on our team that does pvp as well i'm not a big pvp person i'll do it if i have to but it's not my main thing that i do but i enjoy it when i do get into it especially if it's in a role play scenario so let's jump right into it a little bit here uh agents i'm going to send you to the last one i'm going to hit you with the very first question here um have you always been involved in PvP in gameplay in other games, or did you just start doing it in Star Citizen? Or is it, how's how's that how's PvP played out for you as a, as a gamer?
4: So yeah, pretty much I've done a lot of PvP in uh, other games, mm-hmm. um, a lot of uh, survival games in probably the last decade. Mm. Um, games like H One Z One Ark mm-hmm. Atlas were the big ones, uh, but I like the last couple of years has just been purely star citizen so there's mm. not many other games they
1: are playing well, if uh, the ones that you've played which one do you think was probably the toughest for you
4: oh i i loved Dark. ark, ark. survival yeah, great. Yeah. yeah but that was before they started adding all the weird expansions oh, and stuff like that yeah like when it was like in the alpha and you like mm. you had to struggle to get through
1: mm. okay. Yeah. okay 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 Buster, what about you what was as far as pvp always been a pvp or so what got you started into it
0: Honestly, when I first started playing the game, you know, obviously those first few days is just you trying to figure out how to walk in space. But, mm-hmm. uh but like when I first started playing the game, that was like, it wasn't very long after some acquaintance, an acquaintance of mine, I realized had the game as well, and mm-hmm. we actually became really good friends because of Star Citizen. And he was the one that initially taught me to like to, to fight. But mm-hmm. I didn't really. I mean, I would play. You know, before I st- started streaming sources Star and like th- almost three years ago, mm-hmm. I was I was playing sources at least once a month, but mm-hmm. not like at the level that I do now at the, the time level. But mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I I my, some of the first people I watched on Twitch were like Nerd Show and Tell and Moist Noodle, two mm-hmm. really you know very clear PVPers. So mm-hmm. I think it's always been kind of in my mind like the measure I, for the longest time because it was one of the only complete game loops mm-hmm. it, it's always kind of stuck in my brain like to be a good PVPer is to be good at star citizen though i don't think that's as true anymore obviously mm-hmm. it's getting bigger but yeah i mean i've always wanted to do it better and i've always tried okay. you know but i suck some days i have good days some days i really suck
1: <laughs> okay. so i think that's everybody
0: <laughs> yeah okay very cool but even then i feel like overall i just suck but that's okay <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay
1: let me give some shout outs real quick uh to Gomab and to shipwreck uh, a couple of people who who follow us all the time thank you whammer hey, says thanks for the subscription whammer thanks for the subscription whammer thank you all for those subscriptions and to warhead 84 thank you for the follow we appreciate that and thank you for the 07 we got it but you sent it we appreciate that and uh that bitters 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 s-o-l-l followed us thank you for the follow Dog 93 thank you for the follow uh, Kanjar, thank you for the follow. And K, K- Put, thank you all for the follows as Thanks well. Thanks for the follow. We appreciate that. Thank you all. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, let's, uh, let's, what? Well, we got a whole bunch of folks jumping in. Main, uh, is that Main Jack? These must be all of, <laughs> he's just letting in Buster's folks. These may man. be Mongols. <laughs> these, these are Mongols One coming in. Awesome. Well, thank you all, Mongol Squad, for, for supporting him. For, for being he's here done. tonight. Yeah, we appreciate that. Xanderland, Main Jackalope. Uh, B spars shotgun hobo. I like that name. Shotgun hobo and Troy 06166. Thank all of you all for the follow. Thanks you guys. Thanks I'm still for the follow. For other, too. We appreciate that. Troy, thank you for the follow. Okay, let's jump into it a little bit more here. Um, did, and I'm gonna go to you, Buster, this time. Oh no, Colossal. I didn't ask you. What's your PvP yeah. experience? Yeah.
3: What what got you into PvP? Um, Darkfall. Um, oh. uh i played them, I played a lot I played darkfall I played um everquest mm-hmm. uh everquest next uh what a I mean what of warcraft mm-hmm. sorry um uh Eve What? Boy, toxic game Talking about toxic um <laughs> elite dangerous mm-hmm. you know I can name several of them but I think uh the one of the ones that the toughest ones that I've ever played other than Atlas mm-hmm. was probably Darkfall probably Darkfall um uh, star wars galaxies uh you can go that far if you wanted to mm, old days but yeah. um but but yeah I, I would say that Darkfall was one of the toughest ones that i've that, that i've ever experienced as far as PV, uh, pvp it was of warcraft though that was that got me into uh shoot first beg for forgiveness later mm, okay. it was that game because every time you see somebody on the side and you're like hey how you doing mm-hmm. you know i'm just a friendly and then you're dead you know <laughs> and, and after you just communicated with them mm-hmm. so that was a game that basically got me off of my little Uh, my little moment in terms of being, um, so you can call me whatever you want. I got a picture up here that represents me. So yes, I'm a Care Bear, but I'm this Care Bear. Mm. So, you come call me crummy <laughs> all you want.
1: <laughs> that's, Lord
3: that's the caravan. That's my best friend. That's you, my road dog you right got there. You
1: just letting him to laugh at that when he saw the picture pop up.
3: <laughs> That's my road dog. So, whatever you see, me, especially Red Lear. I love you, Red Lear, but that was that, that crap that you did to me was, was a hot mess when I was coming in in my prospecting. You blew me up right outside of Nick L1. That was awful. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> I'm one of those ones that would troll you. I would let you know first. I'd be like, hey, Buster, you just beat me up. I'm coming for you. I'm letting you know. I might stream snipe you, but I'm coming for you.
0: So. I, I always tell everybody, if you want to stream snipe me, just get me to start talking about Star Trek. <laughs> and Or somebody else, too. And it's so easy. It's so mm-hmm. easy because I'm so you. distracted. Mm-hmm. By the way, I did want to add, uh, we were talking about other games PvPing, and I just want to make it clear, Star Citizen is the only game I've ever like really played uh, mm-hmm. an MMO. Oh, I, I, okay. I, just, that's why I started, I, I should have mentioned that when I started, but like, that's why I specifically talk about Star Citizen PVP on other games question. Cause I didn't really play other games. I've never PVP'd mm-hmm. in other games very okay. often enough to be like, oh, it, it got me into PVP. Now Star Citizen is the only game I've really pvp okay. ever. Okay.
1: Do you do PVE? That is the next question. Do is, is that something that you do or are you strictly PVP players? Yeah, do you, you, mix PvE. It up? Do you mix it up? I
0: PvE. I, I, I i probably pve more than i pvp because i don't get enough people that want to pvp and then when i do pvp i tend to lose a lot so Mm. i just it's just kind of a pain in the ass sometimes (laughs)
1: okay okay Okay. (laughs) uh agents lady what about you
4: mix it up or lean toward one more than the other no i try and avoid doing pve beyond learning about the mechanics mm. um you know, know your targets that you're hunting so that you can find them easier okay that type of thing
1: let me ask the question is that is you st- you're staying away from it beyond mechanics is that because it's not as challenging or was the fact that it's not developed enough that it's challenging for you and i'm talking about particularly in star citizen
4: yeah no i i just don't really enjoy it that much okay. um like i'm the type of player that likes to pursue like, I like to do things the hardest way possible in games, so mm. I'll always, like, throw it on nightmare mode. Like, if it's a single-player game, I'll throw it on nightmare mode and, you know, like, Ooh. just go hammer and tong, you mm. know, try to, you know, punch my way through it.
0: So and when you buy hot sauce, do you and... buy the spiciest one?
4: <laughs> he goes all the way. I'm huh? actually not a fan of hot sauce, which is ironic, considering how I like to punish myself in games. But, yeah, it's... um it's one of those things where i've always found like pve only gets you so far in terms of the content that i look for yeah. so uh it ends up being like hunting you know players when we're doing piracy hunting players is always uh i'd say more rewarding um, and more challenging okay. um, you know when it comes to doing piracy it's more about the hunt more than you know getting the booty at the end of the moment especially the game in alpha where cool you know, credits Which is- don't matter
1: Musha Musha 1 says you are a masochist, confirmed. That's what he says in the, yes. in the chat. Yes. <laughs> so wait,
0: what is, you just said as it's more about the chase or the hunt than the booty at the end?
6: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that sounds like dating
0: uh, advice I've probably received before. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, on that yeah. note,
1: on saw- that note, <laughs> Klaus, what about you? PvP, PvP, PvE, mix it up, lean more toward one
3: i'm usually neutral okay. um you know i can you know i can you know i can see where you know agents comes in at uh, in terms of wanting things a little bit more difficult because a lot of times the gameplay of the game or at least the storyline is just not enough and mm-hmm. sometimes you want to cause your own mm-hmm. um you want to talk you want to be the master of your own destiny okay and sometimes you may just want to go ahead and stay away from the gameplay because it's just not you, you've done it all it sometimes could be repetitive mm-hmm. so you start being a little bit more creative and that may entice you to be a pvp okay um so i've done it a lot of times we i, I agree with agents in the fact that when we do pve mm-hmm. it is mostly just to get to understand the game mm-hmm. and then once you understand it, a lot of time i stay pv a little bit longer because i'm like okay i'm still not satisfied in my pvp skills yet so i'm going to stay here a little bit longer mm-hmm. see if i can go ahead and learn how to go ahead and do this combo that combo that, blah blah blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And then once I, I'm tired of it, then I go straight into PvP, and I usually go hardcore with it. So it it, it all depends on the learning curve. Okay. Pretty much for me.
1: Okay. Okay. Agent, let me uh, throw this one at you here. Um, you you're not you talked about uh, that that uh, that buildup of the working is better than necessarily the booty uh what what part draws you into pvp is it the preparation is it the psychology side of it is it for some people it's watching the ship blow up right i mean what is it that really draws you in that 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 gets you into the whole pvp
4: um, um you know people give it a bad tone but emergent gameplay um mm. i'm a big proponent for that mm-hmm. uh non-scripted events like all our piracy hits we don't script them mm-hmm. they're, they're literally people that we just find right and um, what I find out of like emergent gameplay is that you can't predict what's going to happen. It's not a scripted event. You don't know what's going to happen. You could attack someone and then all of a sudden you get an ambush by 10 other people because, um, bloody, you know, they baited you in. They're looking to hunt you, they were looking for you, they found you, and they were trying to bait you in. There's been times where we've um, come across a target and we'll run into another pirate orc and then all of a sudden it goes from you know like us trying to um stalk the target and just worrying about that target on itself it's us stalking the target and worrying about the other pirate, or because they know that we're there mm. but nobody's going to attack the target until the target's got enough value on it mm-hmm. and then you know it's that whole thing of who's going to get there first the fight about it um you just, like a lot of that you just can't script and it's about having those experiences and i think um after a while of playing Star Citizen, you get to a point where it's like, it just ends up being that same um, uh, grind over and over again, like uh, Colossal mm-hmm. was saying, is like, it just becomes repetitive. Mm-hmm. And what I find with PvP gameplay is that it ends up being the type of gameplay where it's like, you can play the same game over and over again and get different experiences every single day. Yeah, And that's what keeps, you know, drawing me back mm-hmm. to Star Citizen, even in its broken state. Nice. It's like, I don't know what's going to happen.
1: Nice. Nice.
4: Okay. Okay.
1: Buster, uh, you mentioned the fact that you didn't start doing PvP until Star Citizen. Was it the fact that it gave you something else to do? Was it because you went out with some other people and experienced it and you enjoyed it? What made you kind of shift into the whole PvP thing?
0: Well, like I said, the, you know, the idea of, the idea of like, um, like just being good at shooting other spaceships down mm-hmm. in Star Citizen has always been kind of the first thing I've wanted to be good at in star Citizen mm-hmm. um, but like I don't know I guess like if we're talking about being drawn to it and stuff like that, I would agree with agents like a lot of literally everything he just said about immersion gameplay I think it's the I think it's one of the areas of the game where you're most likely to experience something different. Mm. And and people and I think in a weird way you get to experience the personality of other players mm-hmm. through PvP, if that makes sense.
6: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh because you know, people like him, they do they they that big that video at the very beginning, like you saw that guy like try to say <laughs> it wasn't full of I like he's <laughs> driving really like scrap. it's just scrap. <laughs> and it's like it, it's interesting to see how people respond to situations, mm-hmm. but like I don't know, I think too, like you know, I, I don't like drama in my personal life, obviously. Mm-hmm. I'm like a, I'm the kind of person who's like, okay, I just want everybody to be clear about what they want from me, mm-hmm. and I will do my best to be clear to them about what I need and want from them. Mm-hmm. And I try to avoid drama in that way in my real life. But I just love PvP drama and Star Citizen. It is, like, mm-hmm. so addictive. It's every time, like, the, the topic gets... Like up in the air again. It gets kicked up out of the dust. Everybody's like wanting to yell and shout about it. Mm -hmm. I just I'm just like, I'm one of those people like popping the popcorn you know? Because I I see it both ways. I see where people get frustrated with it and I see where people like as as in like they get frustrated with PvP players but I also see where the PvP players are often right about the way they approach the game. Like I think the PvP is just in this game is the root of how people interact with other people mm. if that makes sense
3: yeah i could i agree with buster it can help drive the economy as well it can help drive yes. The game in a a different direction. It can help. It can actually help reestablish or establish a new Mm storyline for companies. And then all of a sudden, they see what's going on. Mm -hmm. And some companies may sit there and say, "Wow, okay, this is something. This is obviously player created here. Mm -hmm. And we may, Mm -hmm. based off of how popular it is, we may include it in in the lore." Yeah. So
1: JumpTown, JumpTown was a classic example of that emergent gameplay that came from the players, right? um then
0: everybody yeah. still talks about it it was what was it was like th- almost two or three years ago it was mm-hmm. at least three years ago at this mm-hmm. point and everybody still talks about it like mm-hmm. and wants for it so much mm-hmm. i mean even people that didn't pvp at the time got into it for a while because mm-hmm. they couldn't resist just going and having a good time
1: yeah mm-hmm. absolutely absolutely and just lady, were you around back then doing the uh
4: Jump Town wars yeah,
1: yeah did you guys yeah, have, many were you, were, you, were, you working, were you independent or were you working as a group when you were doing it
4: um we were working as a group we were a lot smaller back then mm-hmm. so um, there was quite a few uh pvp battles uh back then um another i guess another event it's not on the same scale as Jump town but the 3.9 laronite rush as well oh yeah um on aerial you mm-hmm. had that mm-hmm. um where a lot of pvp was happening but because it was split between two outposts it mm-hmm. was kind of just um slightly diluted, but yeah, Jump Town uh back in back in the day was uh pretty big. That's where a lot of people also cut their teeth in uh PvP as well. Yeah in Star Citizen. Yeah.
1: I remember the Laren the Lyria L- 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 stuff and then there was the uh what's the joint on um Selen where the diamonds were uh, running uh, out of for a while. Yeah Tram and, and for yeah. a while was another one that kind of did its own little you yeah. know emergent yeah. kind of thing as well. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah. very cool very I remember cool that um uh buster let me ask you are you when you're pvping is it a role playing dynamic for you i mean are you allowing yourself to immerse in the verse uh let, let me let me spin it a different way um xeno threats and uh we just had nine tails right and mm-hmm. cig has alluded to the fact that you know yeah players can take the mission that comes across the speakers but that there could be players who decide to fight on the other side now, my question is, are they fighting on the other side just because it gives an opportunity to have conflict, or are they fighting on the other side because in their mind, they're on the tail side. When you're doing PvP, do you see yourself, do you picture yourself that way, or do you just, you know, it's just the combat and the competition of it and that's it?
0: That's, it's interesting that you frame it that way because when you first were kind of going for role-playing, I was gonna mm. go, well, I don't really role-play, but then you kind of frame it like, and I think about it and, often in video games, I make choices I make based on how I feel. Like, like I would never join the Xenothreat, like, the Xenothreat side of Xenothreat, right? Because I think of them as space racists, and I want nothing to do with space racists. Mm. But, and I never thought of, like, I guess I always think that way. I would totally PvP with somebody, you know, and whatever if they wanted to, you know, if they're obviously playing on that side. But, mm. like, I personally am like, And not that I judge, because you know, I know it's a fictional game, but at the same time, like some people pick that side so they can get the combat out of the players that are reporting to do the mission, right? Mm -hmm. And so I don't put the I don't put that decision to be part of Xenothreat on them personally mm-hmm. but I think well you 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 know your character in the game is doing it so they're up for grabs but mm-hmm. not you like as a person. Right right right. If that makes sense. Yeah. So yeah. I didn't even think about it but I do kind of make that choice based on Xenothreat based on my personal morals and mm-hmm. how I would re- react to that on a personal level mm-hmm. but I also don't assign that to other people. I just think oh they're just want to PvP so that's okay okay so yeah i guess I, it's half and half like sometimes i PB, I just get in there to fight but most of the time that i want to fight i'm like <laughs> i like i have like this feeling of like i want to go be a, a shithead yeah. to people for a while
1: yeah hey just let me throw the question two parts to you that same question you know are you role playing and secondly your organization you know is doing piracy is it is it a role play dynamic i mean whether it's there's intentional or not because you know pi- whenever we think of piracy we do think of someone who's playing a role right i mean that, that's kind of how we think of it do you, is that how your group looks at it because i know that you guys have some we're going to talk about a little bit later some ideas or philosophies about how you all determine piracy is that stepping into role playing or is it just a mechanic dynamic of how you operate
4: it's the mechanic dynamic okay. the way that i see it okay. um so when it comes to like piracy kind to treat it as like it's a business model mm. so you know, people will consider us talking to the target like you saw at the start of the show, um, mm-hmm. talking to whoever we're pirating as role-playing. It's like, no, like, we're doing this because that ship that's full of Laranite, uh, like, we, if we destroy it, which if you watch that full video, um, you'll see that they say, no, we got them down. We take the ship out, destroy it. And there's like, you know, 20 or so boxes. Mm-hmm. That entire ship was only worth 2000 credits to us after we destroy it. Mm-hmm. But if we are able to ransom that ship to that person, we can get more out of it. So mm-hmm. it's more of a business transaction. Mm-hmm. Um, like, So we don't see what we're doing as role-playing. We see it more as uh, more of a smart business practice. And, you know, one of the many philosophies that I have when it comes to piracy in Star Citizen is that poor targets make poor targets. Mm -hmm. So if we just go around murdering everyone and taking all their stuff, Mm -hmm. then they're not going to have enough money to be able to keep going on. Mm -hmm. So you don't go around slaughtering dairy cows, you milk them. Mm. Mm. So, you know, it's always better to take a little bit...
1: I like that. <laughs>
6: Sorry yeah, to like, interrupt. It's I'm interesting, of, interesting. Yeah, phrase.
4: like a lot of people, you know, a lot of people think that's cold um, and calculating, but you know, that's reality of what we're facing. And as Star Citizen develops as a game, further along the lines of you know the law system being further fleshed out. Um, PVE uh, becoming, you know, like PVE is going to encroach more on the game, you know, Mm. we're going to have to deal with NPC security and AI security and, you know, Mm. all of those systems there. It's going to encroach more and more on what we're able to do, where we're able to go. So as uh, players that are playing on the criminal side of things, we need to be smarter about our interactions and pick the times when we actually, you know, like sit there and go, okay, is, you know, the juice worth the squeeze? You know, mm. is it worth taking that crime stat right then and there for what we're going to get out of it? Right now, it doesn't really matter that much. You mm-hmm. know, it's alpha, everything's throw, throw away. Mm-hmm. Like, as the game gets closer towards, you know, its realisation, mm-hmm. find that, um, you know, it's groups that are more principled in the way that they operate mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to how they conduct business. And they treat it more like a business as opposed to going out there and just, you know, killing people for the lols. So for us, like people interpret what we do as role play, but it's more or less like we just perceive what we're doing as playing the game the way that it's supposed to be. And that's the way that we treat it, like right now.
1: Hmm. Alright. Okay, that's interesting because I you said people see it as that way, and I will I will tell you to me that is role play to me. I, I but I do understand your perspective. I actually, but it, but because I see it as role play for me, it doesn't bother me that you do it. Because I see you're operating in the universe a certain way as this organization who's profiting, you know, uh, the fact that you have, um, for lack of a better term, you have a certain mission statement or mission goal about what it is you're doing. To me, when there's that much thought that goes behind it, and that's just me, I'm not saying it, I'm not trying to force role-playing on you. I'm just saying to me, I like that. I, to me, it seems like oh, these they're playing a certain role in the universe. The role they're playing is there's some dangerous folks out there. <laughs> that, that's what I'm looking at. You're looking at it from the economic standpoint, which I, which I, which I can get. Colossal, he says he wants to milk you, and he ain't gonna slaughter you. Uh, <laughs> so give me give me some thoughts on that because I lo- I love that that idea, the concept of it. What what are your thoughts on? And I, and I mean, and I'm, I'm saying this in all seriousness when it comes to role play. Do you does it matter to you whether people role play or? does it make it better for you when people role play because i've told you my story about eve when the guys role played with me and they i i didn't bother me i lost a lot of money and it didn't bother me because i was I, they role played and i was like okay here you know but what, what, give me your thoughts on this
3: pirate yeah just a pirate that's just a classic pirate move i mean but i mean i love the fact that they role play mm-hmm. now <laughs> I'm a role player myself, and I played with several people who does role play. We got one person, out and Soul Citizens, who role play very well. Jade, by the way, I got, I gotta give her a shout out because <laughs> I love the way how Jade role role plays. Um, but I've seen, wait, you know, wait, wait, been, wait, wait, so, wait.
1: Musha, yeah. Musha, you see what Musha, Musha said about you in chat, what? right? I want what? you to appreciate that statement. About what parody? No, you said bear milk. Oh, oh, bear up. I'm talking about your bear. <laughs> I love it.
6: Go
3: ahead, <laughs> I love it, Mister much. That was a good one. Go ahead. So, <laughs> so I'm gonna go back to the statement in terms of, um, in terms of PV, in terms of uh, role playing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I mean, I love role playing. As a matter of fact, I've been, you know, for a long time, I've always tried to look for groups that role play. Mm-hmm. You know, whether you're pirating or whether you're just going out in the verse um you know there are a lot of people out there you know you see burt black's group and you see finalists they do role playing all the time mm-hmm. tiger rider um uh you know there's a, a whole slew of people that goes out the tim mac mm-hmm. uh, when he goes and role plays uh, with um um gosh what's that game uh when he goes role play with, with his group called the family um um and I love the idea that they do that, and they spend so much time. Sometimes they create stories. Sometimes they create chapters. Sometimes they create seasons. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it really keeps their community going with that. So I think role play is actually, uh, and uh, I think, is um, undervalued. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think the, the more and more people get into it, the more and more they'll be able to understand what it means to be a community because mm-hmm. a lot of these people do play uh, play together for so long that it, it tends to develop another aspect or another different level of the game that's why you see a lot of these people with private servers it's the first thing they're asking for is private servers whitelist a lot of people to to make sure that they get the right dynamic mm-hmm. into their, their groups and things like that so uh, role-playing to me uh, is a good uh aspect of the game that i think a lot of people should get into
1: yeah I I've kind of got mixed feelings about how this is going to pan out in Star Citizen because there are some people who want to come into the Star Citizen universe from a role perspective. Uh, I'm thinking about we had one organization that was on uh, that was an organization that was made up of real life doctors and nurses who have literally bought all they bought nothing but medical ships and their whole goal in the game is to role play what they do in real life is medical. That's 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 what they want to do. They want to, re- and they're, they're willing to respond to anybody, whether it's the criminal or the person who's the most lawful person. They kind of have built that around that. At the same time, there are people who will come into the verse who role play is not what they're about. They are about competition. They may be about challenges. They may be about discovery, but they never really see themselves as stepping into their avatar and, and going through some role play. Um, I'm always curious about how those two will intersect. Um, If two people come together on the same wavelength, then I see things being very cool. But if Buster's role playing and I'm not, how will our interactions, what what will happen with our interactions? And I I guess we'll have to see. I mean, it's not, this isn't new to any game. I'm just curious to see how it will pan out in Star Citizen in particular. Um, And when I I told the story before, when I was in EVE, I was mining out in null space. I was in a place that was very dangerous. I knew it was dangerous. I was quickly surrounded by some people from that org or that corp and they basically told me you know you're not supposed to be here this is our area who are you from they interrogated me then they told me okay you have to pay me x number of dollars or and we'll let you go and there was a lot of tenseness in that and the census was I may pay them and they may kill me I may pay them and they may let me go let's see I don't know I knew I was in a dangerous area I, we did a little banter back and forth I finally negotiated with them, gave them amount of money that they were happy with, and they escorted me out, and I was waiting for them to blast me in the back, and they didn't. They let me leave, right? Um, what What happens when I'm that person who's not meeting somebody who's into role play? Because as you mentioned earlier in Eve Colossal, uh, yeah. you could go out there and try to negotiate with somebody and it's just boom, and that's it, right? Right. <laughs> so no negotiations, nothing to talk about, so, they don't care about getting anything, all they wanted to care about was being on the leaderboard. So I'm yeah. you know, I'm curious how those two worlds, and I don't know, Agents Letty or Buster, if you guys have any thoughts on that, I'd love to hear what you all think in the sense of the Star Citizen universe.
3: So can I, I'll give you one thing that usually happens from that, okay. when you, when you have a disconnect between role players and non-role players, mm-hmm. war. Mm. War usually happens. Could happen. Yeah, and, right. and 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 because you, you know you get people who go out there role They're like, I was just role playing. I was just da 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 da. And then you get a community that's like, we don't role play. Mm. You know. And 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 we're serious about it. And we're serious about our business. And we're we're serious about our people. We're serious about our corporate. We're serious about our alliance. Blah 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 blah. Mm. And war usually happens. So that's one that's one, one disconnect okay. between non role players and role players. Yeah. Could be one outcome.
4: Okay. Hey, Just let you got any thoughts on it or? Yeah it's I guess it's one of those things where players taking agency over what they want to do in mm. the game itself. You know, like if people want to play a role like role play, you know, put on a character, you know, like that's all well and good for them. Mm. Um when it comes to, you know, your example of where somebody's coming in and they're not role playing and somebody else is trying to role play their character, it, you end up with this uh dichotomy where both, you know, like the person who's not role playing, they don't really care. Like mm if somebody tries to role play a character to us we we really don't care about what your character is your background your motivations or anything like that mm-hmm. as long as you pay <laughs> like if we will present terms to you right because that's part of our business model you mm-hmm. know like if we can make the credits without you know presenting those terms then mm-hmm. you know like you kind of shit out of luck there mm-hmm. but if you know like it makes sense for us to present terms then we'll do that and if you try and put on a voice or anything like that we're just going to be like all right are you going to pay or what Mm-hmm. Like, we we really don't care about, you know, your character. We're there to do our thing because mm-hmm. we're there to play the game that we want. We have no problems with other people playing the game that they want mm-hmm. the way that they want. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like, at the end of the day, like, we present our terms. You get a choice. You go, know, if mm-hmm. you don't want to pay, that's fine. Mm-hmm. We'll take what we can get from you anyway. Okay, cool. Buster, any thoughts?
0: I don't know. Like, I think I I, I liked what Colossal said about the disconnect and creating uh kind of a rift between people Mm -hmm. and and then of course age is like i don't care like you do the thing we're good which in a way is your kind of form of role play when you think about it Mm -hmm. i mean when you really think about it that is a form of role play the fact that i mean you may not be portraying a character but that's the role you are playing Mm -hmm. so to speak so a bit more literal but i don't know like I okay, and this is not like a PvP thing, but this mm-hmm. is like just an experience I had with role playing in game, and and like basically I do this thing sometimes at um, New Babbage, you know, and like where the people work out area that little courtyard, the mm-hmm. little yoga courtyard. Mm-hmm. I I do a thing called Squatron Forty Two where <laughs> I just pretend to have my little character like teaching a, a squats class. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, like, and, you know, it really, like, I very rarely have other players actually interact with me. It's just, like, for the the, the sake of, like, doing something funny for my chat. Mm -hmm. But, like, one time I was, like, wrapped up my class and, you know, I was going on my way to go get some components at some stores. Mm -hmm. And within, like, in two different stores, I had two different players insult me based on the fact that my character did not have a shirt on. Right? Because... (laughs) She like, you know, I just, mm-hmm. one, I forgot to just do it. I forgot to put it back mm-hmm. on, but you know, she was working out. She's like a little bra, mm-hmm. you know, she's sweating and stuff. A dude literally called me a slut in game. <laughs> um, And, and then another guy just was like insulting my, my looks and my intelligence. And I know that's like not PVP in the literal sense of like people shooting mm-hmm. each other, people like fighting each other,
6: mm-hmm.
0: but like, Sometimes like you have to almost like the role play like is what you use to defend yourself from people being assholes
6: mm-hmm.
0: you know because i immediately was like well you know i told both of them off like mm-hmm. i told, and you know i think i was like more like i was very uh i don't know like i was upset mm-hmm. but the way i dealt with it was to like just be way meaner than i normally would like because in and, and, and in a way you can protect yourself in that way i don't know mm-hmm. i just think that some people are gonna i uh, some people are gonna role play and some people aren't right and they're you know people that don't they they think it's there's a lot of, and they they kind of it's almost like singing in front of people like some people are really embarrassed by the fact like they they can't imagine doing it because it would be weird for them mm-hmm. i don't know it's i i think it's really i think it takes some guts to like stick to a character yeah and and especially like consistently in a game or like playing it because it's almost like acting yeah you know and and if you keep doing it you keep doing it and you do it all the time you get better at it and i don't know it's just it's weird it's
1: let me say this i think that you know and i appreciate the fact that when angela talked about character and i think that you know there's a dynamic of is he playing a role in the universe or is he role playing in the universe? And what I right. hear is that they're playing a role in the universe, which is the part that I can I can embrace. The, the the role that he's playing in the verse is in his group are playing is that when I go out here, I need to be on my point. I need to be paying attention. Uh, if, if 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 I if, if I don't see them, how will I respond? I need to be prepared. Do I have money in my reserve to pay them because I don't want my ship to get blown? I mean, he's there, but they play a role of of bringing that immersive, that unexpected thing that's not on the Moby Glass, right? That could happen at any point that's not an npc in fact will probably perform better than when i run into npc piracy because there's the dynamic of negotiation and talking um and and that plays a role for me in the game the role players though go to a different level and and we're going to talk about that a little bit later i don't want to belabor the point uh for the people who go into character in game because then those are the ones that i'm really kind of curious about is how will that interaction happen in star citizen? Cause star citizen does have all this lore and background and all this other stuff that a lot of people want to immerse themselves in. And at the same time, you have players who maybe don't care about lore, don't care about the fact that the UEE and who's, who's law, lawful this and that and the other, they don't care about any of that. They just want to play the game their way. So I was just raising it as a point of, 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 of just to talk about, let me jump ahead. Cause we're running a little bit behind. Yeah. I want to show you guys a video. Uh, maybe, uh, you know, if I would, Mongrel, uh, Agent, rather, if it's okay, would you talk a little bit about that introduction to piracy in Star Citizen video, just as, as I get it ready?
4: Yeah, yeah, sure. So, the introduction to piracy is the, uh, first episode of our, uh, Mongol Piracy Academy series, uh, where we're taking pretty much all the knowledge that we've gained over the years of attempting to do piracy in Star Citizen, and then starting to succeed at, at doing piracy in Star Citizen and condensing it into uh, pretty much uh, lessons to teach other players who are looking at Star Citizen who are interested in piracy gameplay and want to actually uh, get involved in doing piracy. Uh, They may see our videos and go, that's a bit too intense for me, I don't really want to get involved with an org like that. Or, you know, like they may not feel like they're at the level yet that they want to be at to try and join us so this kind of gives them the opportunity the knowledge um and you know helps them uh work out what skills they're going to need to be able to practice to be able to do piracy on their own initiative um so yeah we've the introduction is pretty much us explaining you know our perspective of how piracy works in star citizen and it's a very
1: good video gang uh we'll put the link in for you guys to check it out but here it is right here okay
2: in star citizen For years there's been a widely settled notion by the community that piracy doesn't exist in the game's current build. Missing mechanics,
5: no mention by the developers,
2: misunderstanding of the game's direction and many other reasons have
4: contributed to their belief to this notion.
5: Until now at least.
4: We in Mongol Squad are among the few that had begun the campaign for piracy development in Star Citizen many years ago. When all you could really do is capture someone's ship in Arena Commander. From then all the way to now,
2: the game in its current state has allowed us and other pirate groups
1: to flourish.
5: As a result of our thoughts and message, in the last eight months, we've noticed many more players have been racing the black, posting content,
1: starting their own
2: orgs and shattering that very notion.
4: We are overjoyed to see how far this gameplay has come and the strides the community has taken to bring it this far.
2: In an effort to take it even further in development, and to breed more players that are keen in going on the account,
5: we feel a duty to share the skills, experience and knowledge that we've gained over the years with you.
4: So that you can start doing piracy right.
5: And
2: thus, welcome to the Mongrel Piracy Academy. In this video series, we're going to expose the lessons we've learnt throughout the iterations of Star Citizen in an effort to encourage other player pirates to get out there and make it happen. We'll cover the topics ranging from the technical use of ships perfect for piracy through to the tactics you can employ in order to successfully pull off a hit. The two targets we look for when conducting piracy are cargo haulers and miners. There is a vast array of vessels capable of hauling cargo and as pirates, It's important to ensure that the targets you're hitting are making enough to be worth your time. The current iteration of piracy can involve one or more of four methods of obtaining profit from a target. The four types of piracy are Looting, Extortion, Ransom, and Scooping. And I'm going to be explaining what each of these mean, how closely linked they are to each other, and the nuances that make them all incredibly different. Extortion-based piracy is the most time-efficient and makes the most sense from a profit-first focus out of the four piracy methods. The basic idea behind extortion piracy is to threaten destruction of your target ship if they do not pay you to leave them alone. The current iteration of piracy does not allow the transfer of cargo between two vessels without destroying the ship carrying the cargo. Therefore, in order to do extortion piracy, we have to demand credits. Once we have the ability to transfer cargo between ships, extortion will essentially be complete. There's a feature listed on the roadmap that potentially describes this. The cargo system refactor could possibly allow us to strip a ship of its cargo and place it into our own. We won't know until it's here, but hopefully it bodes well for piracy, because it'll remove the dependency on extortion as the primary method of income. Ransom-based piracy is the most difficult to pull off, but it also resembles the closest representation to what CIG wants piracy to be. The idea is to board the target ship, incapacitate the crew, then begin negotiation with them to, quote, sell their ship back to them. Since there's no permanence to death yet, the optimal method of incapacitating the crew is to kill them, wait for them to respawn, then direct message them to begin the negotiation. If the target agrees to those terms, you then meet them somewhere with their ship after you get the credits and then just hand their ship back over to them. Ransom and extortion go hand in hand because ransom is normally the result of when extortion fails, wherein the target refuses or ignores your demands. At that point, you just take their ship by force. Sometimes the target can have a change of heart after that. Looting vehicles is currently limited within Star Citizen, meaning that the amount of profit you can gain from a destroyed cargo ship is very small. But there's one vehicle whose cargo we can take completely. The Greycat Rock. The cargo box on the Greycat Rock acts as the vehicle's storage for the gems that miners collect when mining gem nodes. The cargo box is not locked and anyone is able to access it. Essentially, what you want to do is stock the target while getting constant scans on that rock, and once you feel that the target has enough gems on board, you seize the vehicle and either siphon the gems from the rock into your suits, or make one box of all the gems if the rock is on a cargo grid. Lastly, we have scooping. This type of piracy is the easiest to pull off. All you really need to do is find a target full of cargo, blow them up, and collect the boxes that spawn. When it relates to cargo haulers, this should be your last resort as the previous mentioned methods are far more profitable because when you destroy a cargo ship, the boxes that spawn yield around 10% of the total tonnage. If all previous methods don't work out the way you want, you can at least make something from what's left of the cargo. When it comes to rock miners, however, destroying the ship outright can sometimes be your first option, because the rock doesn't necessarily have to be in the ship when you do your hit, so you're just getting rid of unneeded assets. But be wary of destroying the rock, because unlike destroying a cargo hauler, the rock variants will not spawn collectible cargo, but instead will spawn hand-mineable nodes that you'd have to spend hours collecting. So that about wraps it up for the first episode of the Mongrel Pirate Academy. This episode was mainly an introduction to piracy and in the following episodes we will definitely be diving deep into the details on the tools and tactics used for each of these methods. Such as how to use EMP and QBD ships, scouting tips, negotiations, and much more. Piracy is not easy to do and it takes a team effort, with everyone working hard together to achieve a successful outcome. The reality is that you're going to have failures. You're not going to be making hundreds of thousands of credits on every single hit. You're going to get called names and you have to accept that people don't like what we do. But if you're serious about becoming a pirate in Star Citizen, then you have to remember, pirates take what they want and they don't wait for permission. It's not perfect, but if you have a team and the drive to push you through multiple failures which you will have, then you can make piracy work for you. I'd like to thank you for watching, and we'll catch you next time. uh all i'm seeing is Larry and a bunch of names for what's on board they're saying really
3: he's got a helmet on and a weapon
1: oh sorry about that hit the wrong button (laughs) but i hope you guys enjoyed that that video colossal what'd you think of the video
3: very well done. I mean, very, very well done. Congratulations. Good job, Agent um, Letty, because that's a, a well-done video. I'd like to know who made it. <laughs> Maybe we can have some time around the corner, but very well done. Uh, a good, um, um, I would say, presentation for those who would like to get into pirating, mm-hmm. who are in, uh, intimidated by it. Um, like I said, I'm a little care bear, and that's my friend over there, so I can give a rat's behind about pirates. <laughs> <laughs> but I appreciate the role play that they do and the type of content that they bring to the game.
0: Okay,
1: Buster, what about you? What do you
3: think? Oh, we
0: sorry, our- I was I was muted for a second. Oh, okay. um, no, I loved it. I I I thought it like it gave a really good overview of what it's gonna t- like what it will take.
6: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: And I I don't doubt that. I can imagine like the the game the style of gameplay that people like agents takes on is is very very you know, you have to have a good group of people that want to do it and mm-hmm. that do it together. And then, you know, it's a lot of organization without having too much too right? You got to mm-hmm. be able to like be flexible. So I really, I really appreciate it quite a bit. Okay.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Agisla, Lady, you yeah, think Agile, you any comments you got? Sure. Go ahead. Uh, I just wanted to give um, Dobbs a shout out. He was the one that did the editing and he's also the one that does the narration for it. Mm. So yeah, he's the one that actually made that video. I just wrote the script for it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, one of the things that we've always tried to be pushing away from is the whole, you know, PvP equals Griefer argument. Mm. Um, pirates do engage in PvP mm-hmm. uh, out of necessity at the moment. At mm. the end of the day, I've been asked this question uh, plenty of times, you know, like, will you hit PvE targets? And as far as I'm concerned, it doesn't discriminate against uh, Booty, you know. Mm it's AI driven or player driven, you know, right. if they've got booty, we're gonna take it. <laughs> um so for for us at the moment though, like you know, piracy is mainly focused on um PvP and mm-hmm. we'll probably continue seeking out PvP targets. Uh once Star citizens develop further along the lines, so that'll be difficult still be out there looking for it. Yeah.
1: If you guys haven't had a chance to watch any of Mongrel Squadron's <laughs> videos, please find them on YouTube uh check them out they put out a series of videos from time to time as he mentions they're not scripted they just basically record their operations just to give you an idea or a glimpse into how they play in the star citizen universe um you know if you look at this picture we have on the screen here we've got the uh the psychology and the psy the sake psy- psy- chaos person and and for me I, when i look at their video i see them as on the green side i see them as People who are well-organized, uh, very they, they know what they're doing. Um, they have a team of people that, I mean, everything from their communications to which ships they choose, uh, the type of targets they choose. Uh, I, I have to admire it. I'm not a PvPer, but I enjoy just not watching them. But it's also, I think they're also putting it out there as a learning opportunity too. Uh, this video that we just watched here for me is the one that for people who have their own misconceptions about what piracy would look like this video kind of brings it out in a way that shows it more in a positive light. Yeah, we you may not like the end result, but the video itself brings piracy to a certain level to me that I'm like, okay, I get it. I see why these guys are into this or these ladies, why they're into playing this type of gameplay. Um, so once again, to you guys, uh, agents, it was a great video. Really, really, thank you, and thank you for allowing us to show it today.
3: And um, hey, we got a little bit of a Godzilla reference over here talking about let them hunt. Oh yeah.
1: <laughs> there you go. There you go. There you go. There you go. Uh no. They cannot hide. Yeah, let me go to uh Buster uh first on this next question. When it comes to PvP, what what's your what's your approach? And what I mean by that is is that do you go into the game like like we, we had a conversation with somebody once who told us that uh they worked at a certain business, this certain business and, and you could tell it was a very frustrating type of business, right? And so, and they literally tied in their real life experience to how they play the game. They said, when I leave work, I've been doing this all day and I'm frustrated. So when I come home, I just look for stuff to blow up. (laughs) I mean, that's kind of like their, their motivation for you and PVP. what, What do you consider your motivation? Is it, is it the reward is of, 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 of defeating someone? Is it just the whole challenge what is it for you that is like your approach to why you when you jump in pvp
0: well like i said i suck at it Mm -hmm. so when i do succeed when i actually take somebody down it's like oh my god yes like that for a good example like the the, what do you call it the 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 helmet the Duel helmet Mm -hmm. last Mm -hmm. last october Mm -hmm. i grinded for that the whole month like that (laughs) wasn't just like oh go and kill a few people like 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 some of the pvpers probably got that done in like less than two days Mm -hmm. i took a whole month to to get that 50 and i i was so i worked so hard Mm -hmm. to get to where i got and i felt like my skill improved a lot that month
6: Mm
0: -hmm. um i think i would love for there to be more like events like that for to allow players to sort of pvp but you know the whole going to jail thing is a big pain in the ass and that's what really slows it down and i you know all obviously by design to Mm -hmm. some degree but it for me it is about it is about like that's really skill improvement and and because i if i keep losing pvp matches i get really upset okay i get really 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 upset like it, it 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 gets to me really bad when i just lose and lose and lose and lose because it's it thanks for the follow it just feels like everything that i've ever tried in mm-hmm. the game like it just makes it feel like it you know it doesn't really matter because at the end of the day somebody's always going to whoop you but getting whooped right. over and over uh, and over again is really like demoralizing you take, a step back.
1: So, you take a step back from it when you get frustrated.
2: thanks
0: for the follow yeah and that's probably part of it right you're getting frustrated mm-hmm. so you're just getting worse mm-hmm. But, but yeah, it's, it's, it's fun. Like I, I just, yeah, I have to win. I have to get someone mm-hmm. and it, it, it makes like one time I beat nerd show and tell and I was beside myself because it was a lucky okay. shot situation. Sure be. but <laughs> okay. I beat him you one be time. Good
1: job, Buster. Okay. Okay.
0: I have a clip of it. That's how, like, we had to have a clip made of it. You know what I mean? Okay. <laughs> like, fair, so fair, enough. Totally. fair
1: enough. Fair enough. Agents, Lenny, what about you, you know, what's your, you know, the ultimate, I know you talked about the fact of the ultimate reward, but what are some of the motivations for you guys as a group? Is it something you all look forward to as work collectively or individually?
4: Um, So, yeah, for us, when we approach PvP, like we're pretty much, you know, that's the main thing that we want to do because of the uh, content that we get out of it. Like we're driven by the content, the experiences that we get out of this. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, it becomes part of our story as we grow as an organization, and mm. uh, having a history behind what we do. We don't like the idea of oh, creating sorry. like a <laughs> background history out of like the lore of the game itself, like, you know, where the masters are our own destiny. So we'll forge our own history by actually getting out there and doing it. Mm. Um, one of the reasons why we put our content out there is to show people, you know, what is possible in Star Citizen. And obviously a lot of it is PvP based. We've gone out there and we've attempted to do, you know, like piracy against uh, PVE targets, and you know, all of the cargo ships don't have cargo on them. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, like taking down one of those NPC ships isn't too difficult, especially if the server's been up for a while. So mm-hmm. once again, going out and hunting those players, um, for us, you know, it's more about the gameplay, the teamwork that we also um, create out of it, and being a part of, you know, a team achieving a goal together that's something bigger than us ourselves mm. so you know like when we saw the rock come in or when i saw the rock come in um i got really excited at the you know possibility of players doing more industrial based gameplay It was ironic for a pl- pirate to say because what i saw there was like the potential for an industrial supply chain going from the rock miner all the way through to somebody you know selling it at the outpost and you know Mm. There's been instances of gameplay where I've observed that happen from streamers, but because of the nature of the gameplay itself being a lot more um, self-driven and requiring a lot more coordination and players taking agency of what they do, mm-hmm. you don't see it too often out there in the game space itself. But you know, like for us, the biggest motivation for you know just getting out there and you know playing Star and which in turn ends up being PvP for us anyway, mm. is just you know like. Going out there and being the master of your own destiny and you know, playing the game the way that we see it should be played. Mm.
1: Nice, nice. Okay.
4: Um,
1: Buster, you already kind of answered this question. I was going to ask you what was your most memorable PvP experience in Star Citizen. Was it the nerd show and tell situation? Was that it?
0: You know, honestly, it probably was. Uh, it probably that between that and like back at JumpTown, I. I remember I was like playing one day and like noodle came in and we just kind of went rounds and rounds like me and like four or five other people just like made it our our mission to take him down for Mm -hmm. like, and it took, I mean, we sat there for like two hours, Mm -hmm. just trying to get, get, you know, get his tail caught and, you know, catch him by his tail, but we couldn't quite do it. I mean, I think a couple of us managed it once or twice, but it was, it was intense. Just mm-hmm. constant fighting with Noodle. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and, okay. and, yeah, like, and then, of course, like I said, the Vanduul helmet, like, that was just a lot of PvP in one month, so mm-hmm. that's super That was really fantastic, and I love that, and, yeah, I mean, it really, the most memorable are always going to go back to Jump Town because, I mean, I think when I think PvP in Star Citizen, I tend to just go ship to ship, but mm-hmm. then I forget, like, oh, you know, I used to, like, take a railgun to Jumptown and just wait for people to try to walk into jump town. Mm. You know yeah. like yeah. It's, it's just just like that was some of the best part of yeah. that in particular. Other wow. like the ship fights are fun, but yeah. just lying and wait under mm. jump town for somebody was amazing.
1: Excuse me for <laughs> one second for cutting in. Uber Nerd, thank you Uber so nerd. much for the rate out uh, for the rate. We appreciate that. I am going to put out one warning uh for those of you who are here today. Who are trolling and being disrespectful. Uh, my, our mods are watching. I've been tolerating it, but I'm going to ask that you guys be grown-ups and not be children. I've never had to do this on the show before. So I'm asking now, before we start dropping people, people are here to have a good time. If you're not into this game, you don't like it. Don't waste your time here. Graduate from Eve. Okay. That's all I'm going to say. Cause I'm tired right, of seeing it in chat. Last time, for
0: that's, you that's guys it. and uber nerd that, no, just kidding. Yeah, uber
1: nerds folks <laughs> thank kidding. you guys for coming we appreciate you guys uber nerd as always man we were just talking about you earlier thank, yeah, you, we thank, you, thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you for being here and sending your people sending all your love we appreciate that as always hey panther alright great um let me go to agents agents any particular memorable moment for you guys or for you as an individual player with pvp they're like when you really like yeah <laughs>
4: Um, uh, probably my favorite experience is Mic Drop, um, which is on our channel. Uh, it's a hit where we did a, um, where we pirated Salty Mike. Mm. Um, <laughs> him and his crew were out doing, uh, rock mining. Uh, okay. um, our scouts found him about 30 kilometers away from an outpost. And in my infinite wisdom, I decided to do a ground or lead with a ground assault, which turned out not to be the smartest idea, um, <laughs> The cyclones on Ariel don't uh, do too well in the terrain there uh, during that time. So it took us a while to get there. Okay. Uh, but yeah, it was um, definitely an experience. Uh, probably my most favourite part, and this is this is what I perceive like piracy to be. Like this is what I want piracy to be in Star Citizen. Is that that boarding action where? Um, EMPs are going off everywhere it's all chaotic and you know like you think of like Star Wars just before they're about you know the Stormtroopers are about to uh, board the uh, what was it Tantum 4 where they're about to you know push into that room and that's that's what I imagine like the start of a boarding action is supposed to be like mm. and for us um, my favourite part was how uh, like we'd cracked open the ramp of the Carrack mm. and we were charging up the ramp and you know fighting our way through the ship. Unfortunately, we lost out of our um, ground team. We went in with five and we lost three of them before we even got to the ship itself. So it was literally just myself and one other guy. And it was, you know, just fighting through, um, getting into that ship, uh, finding where the crew was and pretty much just corralling them to the Carrick's medical bay. It's a bit of a dick move. Um, keeping people locked in that medical bed by stopping Mm -hmm. them from getting out. But it's the only way that we can get people to listen to us. Mm. So we have to, you know, like we get them there, we start talking to them. They obviously didn't pay, but the entire experience of like boarding the ship, fighting your way through it, and getting everybody into that, you know, one position where you could actually start the negotiations. That's what, that's the type of piracy gameplay that I want to see, you know, happening more of. And that's kind of the piracy gameplay that we're all seeking. Like, that's what we're pushing for more. And, you know, mm-hmm. we want trade to be fixed just as much as what all the cargo haulers do. Mm-hmm. We really want that to be fixed so that they're all out there doing their thing so that we can go out there and do our thing.
1: Nice, nice, nice. Boy, Salty Mike, I can imagine how salty he was after
3: that. Um, <laughs> I mean, look, I gotta feel sorry. I gotta, I gotta feel sorry for Salty Mike on behalf of I because, mean, I mean, he's my neighbor. He's, he's, in, he's on the East Coast, near Miami area, or what have you. And Salty will tell you, or, uh, you know, formerly known as Twerk, Uh uh, will tell you that he is not a good pvp oh, yeah, at uh, all yeah, for real. he will tell you that yeah. a lot of times he, he's sought help from multiple people yeah. in terms of how to fight so he, he's gotten better at fighting mm-hmm. but I've, if, if you've ever experienced salty mike fighting you need to go into arena commander because mm-hmm. wolf or you know things like that salty mike is in and out always usually in the bottom it's not as forte, <laughs> not by, by
1: any means Both of, for those of you who submitted questions please don't think that we have ignored them we, we hit the questions at the end of the show well, he's so a I, good guy. I do have your and list some here. of the
0: questions are we're yes. gonna end up hitting later yeah, so. yeah
1: exactly some of In fact, we're going to to respond to one of the questions right now. Um, Most of you guys saw ISC this week, and uh, the, the subject that came up was about medical gameplay. And so we're going to show a quick clip of that, and then we want to get some feedback from our guests about, you know, what do they think medical gameplay, how it may impact PvP, if they see if it'll have any impact at all for that matter. So let's take a quick look at that video.
5: Heck yeah. When you are incapacitated, before you fully die and regenerate, you will have a significant period of time to wait it out for people to be able to come and rescue you. Now, clearly, if you've taken a severe amount of damage, that time is going to be less. And if you've taken a moderate amount of damage, that time is going to be greater. But we're talking, you know, in the half an hour, hour, two hour range, where, you know, there should be plenty of time for somebody to come and rescue you. Clearly, if somebody's there still damaging you while you're in the down state, they can essentially coup de gras you. They can execute you and you will be forced to regenerate. But we are giving the player enough, you know, enough opportunity to try and wait it out. If players don't want to wait it out, and that is their choice, then they can choose to regenerate immediately. And the one thing that we do want to call out is if you do regenerate, then you will leave behind all of your items and gear that's on you right now but we can talk about that next week
1: okay we can talk about that next week <laughs> um let me go In star to- citizen oh, goodness. I mean, for years there's, there's been a-, a-, a sorry about that game um uh, let me uh well, i keep going I to the same video every time i got top top to fix word. that button Anglicetti, let me go to you um medical okay. gameplay the stuff that we learn from this week um, I know the video is going to change in a second. What do you think? Um, impact? No impact? Better? Worse? What are your feelings about it?
4: Um, I've always been the wait and see type person when it's come to Star Citizen and its implementation of game mechanics. Mm-hmm. There used to be a time uh, my org knows my policy on like doing too much theory crafting, mm-hmm. um, so it's one of the, those situations where I'm a bit iffy um, on where this could actually go because coming from a survival game backgrounds, you only take what you need. Mm. So, you know, and if you know that you're going to lose your stuff, you're not going to want to go out there with too much in the first place. Uh, For us, like it's a plus for piracy, being able to loot players, being able to loot their ships. Uh, But then again, for us, you know, like at the start of the patch will be great. And then towards the end of the patch, we'll be like, all right, you know, we've just got this exact same helmet for the 1000th, Thousandth time, Mm. you know, it it gets a bit tired after a while, but once again, it adds a bit more um agency to what players are doing. Like, no more, no longer do we have that infinite bag of holding where you know, like we as pirates also use, where we're sitting there going, All right, I need to switch to a railgun, reach into the infinite bag of holding, grab out that railgun, and start going ham Mm -hmm. for us. Like, you know, being a lot more um purposeful with what we choose and what we take with us, but once again, like. Uh, coming from that pvp and survival game background it's like you know necessity Um, you're only ever going to take what you consider necessary to what you need to do so i'm not going to be surprised if we come across cargo haulers and they're just running around their frog suit with a pistol all the time and they don't bother wearing any of their exclusive stuff they don't bother you know upgrading their armor or anything like that Mm -hmm. because it's too much for them to lose if they're already hauling you know close to a million credits worth of cargo why would they bother trying to suit out, suit up or do any of that other stuff? Mm.
1: I, I thought about you when I saw this and they talked about the time frame, right? Somebody goes into the down state instead of you know the, the immediate dying and waking up like they do now when something happens, like in the opening clip, now you you know, they go down and they're there, right? And maybe they're gonna have to wait They're you know, depending, right? Maybe they'll decide that I don't want to respawn, uh, that they're there. Is that another aspect? That you could use to your advantage—the fact that they're in that downstate versus the immediate spawning—you know what I mean—back at the station.
4: Yeah. So this is something that's been discussed, you know, a lot amongst us. One of the things that we've always wanted is non-lethal takedowns because, you know, we want to be able to negotiate with somebody if we're not planning on taking all of their stuff. Mm-hmm. We going to be able to talk to them. A lot of the times when we're running in, we've got guns out because it's faster to act than react. Mm-hmm. So you know, we'll be pointing guns at them, talking to them. But as soon as they, as soon as we see anyone else draw a gun, we'll just shoot straight away.
6: Mm.
4: Um, that's just the way that we roll. But mm-hmm. we'll always like we'll be pointing guns at you and talking to you at the same time, <laughs> you know, and trying to you know telling you what we want.
1: Right. Right.
4: Okay. But if you know, like somebody pulls a gun, you know, we're them down. Now that we've got you know that down state until we know a bit more about how it's going to work, like if VoIP is still going to work for them, I don't imagine it wouldn't. Mm-hmm. But if they can access their MobiGlass when while they're in that down state to make that transfer of credits and all that sort of stuff. Because, you know, like one of the things that we talked about was, you know, different levels of how we uh, ransom someone. Mm-hmm. So it's like, all right, you know, we can talk to them ransom their ship and it will only cost them so much if they try and pull a gun we'll still try and negotiate with them after they're in that downstay, and be like okay it's going to cost you more because you know we're going to heal you up so that you can keep going mm. so mm. you can pay the ransom <laughs> you get healed up we get you know we get the credits you get to keep your ship your cargo and your life and you can keep going on mm. if nice. they say no we just finish them off mm. like it's literally that simple to us to like mm-hmm. you know going along those stages but you know, trying to think of creative ways of getting around that too. So, you know, apparently there's a uh, blood drug level thing. So, you know, hitting people with too many drugs so that they, you know, end up passing out, going into that um slightly unconscious state so mm-hmm. that we can start talking to them, and negotiating with them that way mm-hmm. without actually damaging them too much. Because, from my understanding from that video, you can do that to someone and it doesn't have a long term adverse effect. Whereas, you know, if we, Shoot somebody in the leg too many times, you know, they end up with broken legs and they're just crawling around everywhere. People are going to be pissed at us for doing that to them. But we may end up also utilizing that as a method of, you know, punishment. It's like, all right, well, you know, Mm -hmm. all we wanted was your gems, and you tried to fight us. We'll shoot you in the legs and leave you here.
3: Yeah, crawl back. (laughs) Hey, Gladstone.
1: Hey,
4: thanks
6: for the subscription.
1: Okay, thank you, Gladstone. Okay, Um, let me, uh, Buster. What do you see this from this PVP thing? Do you think it's gonna be uh changing the way people do people do pvp or do you think it's not going to make too much of a difference
0: um i think it's going to create uh, it's going to create some uh, it can create i'm sorry i'm hearing myself colossal, on somebody's coming
1: through your speakers colossal go ahead mm-hmm.
0: but I, I think it's interesting because i think sometimes uh people are going to it's going to create opportunities for people, kind of like Agents was talking about, like there's going to be people that are just going to be downed. And if you happen to find them, you find them and you can, Hey, I'll, I'll heal you up, but you got to pay a little <laughs> more. Yeah. You know? And uh, one of the things I see it affecting is I, I don't know how many times I'm going to hear from friends that like, Oh yeah, such and such called me in the middle of the night and asked me to get in game. Cause they were dying, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> you know, and stuff like that. I think it's going to put more value on, on keeping a life in the game obviously we've had backspace solves problem like backspace has been a problem solver for a long time for Mm -hmm. people and i I think it will continue to be especially if you get stuck somewhere and you can't really like fit you know it's a bug issue that Mm -hmm. you're experiencing and there's no way out Mm -hmm. or you don't know a workaround so you got to get out of that but i think i think it's going to create like a lot of opportunity for uh um, like we were talking about earlier like uh with emergent gameplay and how pvp really can bring a lot to emergent gameplay and vice versa mm-hmm. i think it's going to create new brands of emergent gameplay if that makes sense like <laughs> i can see there's going to be people who are going to go out they're going to be out in a thing and they're literally going to advertise to st- to, to tr- servers like hey I, uh, you know like here's my well, i have an ambulance service like maybe they don't want, like it's kind of the same thing like like a pirate would do right mm-hmm. but but they, you know, their goal isn't to actually kill you. Their mm-hmm. goal is to help you. Right. But you don't know; it could be somebody pretending they want to help you. Who knows? Yeah. But I think it's gonna it's gonna create a lot of interesting gameplay, and I think it's gonna create, uh, I think it's gonna create a place for people who maybe not like who aren't so much into the PvP aspect of the game, it's mm-hmm. gonna give them yet another um, game mechanic to partake in that doesn't require you to necessarily like. You're, you're the, the focus isn't pvp right it's mm-hmm. it's actually support mm-hmm. and so and i and you know i think like pvp organizations will have a great time because i think pvp organizations can invite uh people that or, ha- or have members that aren't so into that part of it that can actually like be, be part of that. the org and mm-hmm. be useful and not have to pvp mm-hmm. so i just i just think like overall it just adds a place for people to feel useful who maybe don't fit in some of the other categories of player. Mm-hmm. And I think, but it also like creates really interesting opportunities in PVP. Okay. Cool. Um, so I think, I think it, it kind of, it's like it all a uh, win-win for like everybody, PVP or non-PVP, right.
1: right? Okay, cool. Klaus, what about you? Any thoughts about the medical and PVP, how it will affect you? Will one fact affect the other in some way?
3: Yeah, I agree with, with Buster. A lot with that, um, you know, that's what, in terms of people coming in, it's called contracting, right? You're bringing other people who specialize in doing other things Mm -hmm. and things like that. And and that way it would lead into another form of gameplay. Um, I think it will change a lot of things. I'm I'm encouraged to understand how long a player can be incapacitated. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I know we saw in the video it had what eighty-one hours or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if let's say if the, it, it will a person be down thirty minutes, twenty minutes? Will a person be down uh, uh, five or six days? I mean, we're playing Icarus right now, right? And in Icarus, you have twenty days to go mm-hmm. ahead and do what you need to do before you have to get back on on the uh, on the La Paz and back up into the ship, or else you'll be left. So um, it, there are times when you're when you're unconscious. And I like I I was unconscious today and I logged out mm-hmm. because there was nobody else on. So yeah. the question is, how long will a player be able to sit there unconscious and without having medical attention, or while waiting for medical mm-hmm. attention? Yeah, I'm encouraged to see that. Um, I think a lot of uh, honestly, I I did say that I think you'll see a lot of PVPers upset because you know they just want to go around and endlessly go ahead, and this is just my perception uh you know um go ahead and harass the world right for whatever type of characterization they may have about monetary funds Mm -hmm. but but the point is that if the things happen on the flip side if it happens to them you know which is going to happen to them Mm -hmm. will they be uh as vocal as the ones that they are doing it to Mm -hmm. you know so i'm interested to see that Mm
0: it's some somebody in chat kind of said, like it's gonna change the way we play forever. And I agree it's going to completely change the landscape of the game over mm-hmm. time. Yeah.
1: i I am curious as to how um, players will will react to you know it's great when you're the when you're the winner, right? but when you're right. the, when you're the loser. You know, will you be just as embracing of, and saying, "Well, I lost, and that's the way it is." You know. Oh no, you know how um, it is.
0: Like it's a great mechanic until it it, <laughs> it does it works against you. No, <laughs> I
1: mean, me no, I'm, I, mean I'm, I think there will some people who are willing to. They're willing to. They're, they've assessed the risk, and they're willing to take it because there are some people who are like that. They're, they'll take the risk and I, okay, I didn't. I tried it. If I would have got it, it would have been great. But I I do believe there's going to be another group now. PVPers in the in the broader sense of Star Citizen are, are a minority of the people who play the game. They're not the majority, they're a minority. But it also gives them an edge. It, it makes them uh, something to be paying attention to now. It really does. Right. Because that downtime, as much as you may hate it, the fact that if I get killed in PVP, whether it's combat or piracy or whatever it is, I wake up seconds later and all I have to do is run down to the machine you know the, now they're talking about as Ange said earlier maybe i happen to be carrying that custom rifle with that custom scope that i got at this particular place this particular time and i have some stuff on me and i don't want to do the respawn i do the respawn i'm going to lose out on some stuff they may even later on put in some stuff like your, your black, uh, fast enough uh, fast card. Colossal and I were talking about earlier how in e, uh, Star Star Wars Galaxies, when you died, you came back with some loss. It was called Black Rod, but you came back. You didn't come back at hundred percent. You came back like at twenty percent. Well, you came back like twenty percent less than what you were. And if you didn't go to the hospital, if you didn't go to the healers and get taken care of, if you died again or and died in route, then you came back at sixty percent, and you kept going down until you went and got healed. So if they start incorporating the fact that, as they'd have showed us, that when you wake up in the hospital, you know you've got to get healed up. Um, but if I don't right. have the, if I don't have the money to get the type of healing I want or the limb that got blown off in that yeah, combat, you guys make
0: compromises. I, yeah. That's what I'm
1: saying. It, it's gonna it's gonna shift the way it's, we look at PvP, and oh, for both sides, because as you said yeah. earlier, there's always a bigger fish, right? There's always a bigger yeah. fish, and if you happen to be on the smaller end of the hook that day. It's going to be really interesting to see how people. I think. Play. I mm-hmm.
0: think people that. I think one of the things to mention too in that, because that, you saying that just made me think about it. The solo player is going to start becoming a rarer and rarer occurrence as we go forward. Mm-hmm. I think. I think start. You know, I always felt CIG really wants people. They obviously with the ships they design and the things they, the way they design them, they want there to be a lot of opportunity for group play and and for individuals to, like, maybe solo within a group play mm-hmm. setting, like, you know, you have a fleet, and you got people that are just doing the fighting, so they're right. a little more individualized, whereas you have people, like, in big gunships, whatever, but I think as we go forward, I think people who are, like, because I don't know how many people I know in this game that have, like, bought big giant ships, right, and they they kind of get aghast at the idea that they may have to actually, like, make you friends and play with mm-hmm. other people, mm-hmm. and I I think it's a good thing, in. In some respects, that that we're going forward, this, but I do think that like the solo star citizen player is going to get harder and harder to to exist as. Yeah, I think everybody's going to need to have some kind of support system in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, go like, and once it's like closer and closer to release, yeah. so.
1: You know, one of the difficulties, and I'm going to move on to our our last uh, question that we have for you. Next, last two questions. One of the things I I, I wonder about Star Citizen is will star citizen become a um, specialized game? And what I mean by that is that in a business dynamic, you want to create that game that everybody can come in and play, right? But usually when you create that type of game, you really have to wonder what the longevity of that game will be. Sometimes when you create a game that's built around certain parameters, you just get those people who are willing to play in those parameters. Like for those people, almost everyone in my group that I know has played EVE. There's a certain type of person that has to play Eve. Everybody can't play Eve. They can't. You could try in the beginning, but as long as you're into it, the more you realize it takes a whole lot to play Eve. And I'm wondering if Star Citizen will be that way, the, whether or not there will be certain people who can play Star Citizen. Uh, some pi- people might consider this little bit that we saw from last Thursday with healing and medical as being pretty hardcore. There may be some people who really think that's going to be a lot. I got to lay on the ground for 30 minutes or an hour waiting on somebody to pick me up. For some people, that's gonna be like too much. And, I, and I'm kind oh. of curious as to whether or not CIG will hold to that and say, well, this is the game that Chris's vision, like it or lump it, or will it be a situation where there's so much outcry that, and not to be funny, do you guys remember when they raised the prices for insurance on ships that one time, do you remember that? People, oh, went, they remember went, they got people pissed. went crazy. That. Yeah, everybody yeah, we got crazy. pissed that one day, yeah. And, and they've
0: told, there was a valid
1: <laughs> argument in the sense of for people who only had one ship, they were unprepared to deal with it, blah, 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 I get that. For people with multiple ships, they didn't care. But they've been telling us for the longest time that that's going to happen and that insurance rates are going to go up. And I think there are a lot of people who don't know that. And when these visions pieces from Chris kick in, especially with PVP and death of a, of a, of a salesman, <laughs> of a spaceman, I have to wonder whether or not it's going to be much more specialized versus that game that encompasses anybody who wants to play, whether everybody's going to be able to handle this level of playing for PvP. Is this a result of of Death of a Spaceman?
3: Well, this is why I have to put in the plug of, you know, a ship that's not in-game right now. That's why I love my Endeavor, Mm -hmm. but I'm gonna go ahead and put in the plug. You might wanna buy a Carrick. Hashtag vote for the carrot for the ship uh, ship show. No no. Oh, no. Argo cargo. Argo cargo. Argo cargo. Anyway. All about Argo the carrot, cargo. buddy. If you want some medical stuff right now, at least by 315, the only shit that can go ahead and get that at a tier two level is the carrot. Mm-hmm. So good luck on that one. I'll be sitting right there. Dr. Death, I mean Dr. Colossa will be right there, making sure that your limbs will be taken care of. Yeah.
0: Look, guys, I'm pretty sure the carrick got into the top four last year. Let's get Argo Cargo in the top four <laughs> this year. Let's just do it. Let's just stick it to the the the, the Chris Roberts man. Come on.
3: <laughs> just hold right. on Let
1: me let me hit these next two questions to our guests. And uh, Agents, I'm gonna to go to you first. Uh, what are one or two big mistakes players do when engaging in PvP?
4: Um my personal thoughts on PvP in this regard is try not to go in with too much of an ego. Mm. Cuz it's going to get bruised real quick. Like you know, you're just a little fish in a big pond and there's always bigger fish getting around. Mm. Like even you know like even us like we have to acknowledge that even as coordinated as we are, as prolific as pirates as we are, there are other larger orgs out there and it doesn't matter, you know, how good we are at piracy. If they've got the numbers, we're just going to get shot on. Mm. So, you know, like, take a step back from yourself. Don't go in there with too much of an ego. You know, mm. like, remember, it's just a game. They're just pixels. It's not you dying in real life. It's not you, <laughs> you know, losing that actual stuff. If you value your time mm. and, you know, the opportunities presented for you to recover some of that time Mm -hmm. you should consider taking it Mm -hmm. you know go in there with the understanding that you know like you're not as good as what you think you are Mm -hmm. and uh be a bit humble about yourself so don't you know inflate your ego too much when it comes to pvp Mm -hmm. and the next lesson or biggest mistakes um i say not Not learning from your mistakes would be the next biggest thing, is like, and it goes kind of back to that ego problem, Mm -hmm. but not taking the time to learn from your mistakes, to analyze what you did wrong and trying to work out how to improve on that. And sometimes that means, you know, once again, going back to that ego thing, taking a step back from yourself, but also, you know, seeking out others. So don't try and do PvP on your own all the time, seek out those who are better than you. And you know, ask questions, practice, keep going. Don't give up but, mm. You know, don't give up at PvP either because you'll never get good at anything if you stop.
6: Never give up, never mm. surrender. Mm.
1: Yeah.
4: That's one, the, that's one of the things
1: that I've been told by many people who are into PvP is don't give up, keep, keep at it. You know, it, it can be frustrating, but to stick with it. And everybody who I know who has done that, I've, I've never had anybody who came back and said, well, I stuck with it and it didn't work. I mean, it seems like eventually people do get into a place of some comfort zone of feeling somewhat competent, you know, better than what they were in the beginning. Uh, but that those are both great, especially the, the thing about leave your ego at the door. It's kind of an interesting perspective.
3: But the who won't appreciate you for that if you give up, right?
1: I <laughs> know they, <won't. laughs> they won't. They won't, they um, won't. Buster, what about you? Anything in PVP either for yourself or other people that you think is a mistake, you know, when it comes to it, big mistake that's made?
0: I kind of want to double down on one of the ones that, I mean, I think both of them are excellent Mm -hmm. and I 100% agree with both of them, but I want to double down on the ego thing because uh, I, you know, I'll just tell you guys without telling the whole story, I kind of learned the hard way that that, the ego can really trip you up. I, I had basically a rivalry with somebody. I, they killed me one time coming into Porto and I just happened to be in servers with them very often. And it was like, I was, you know, I thought they were somehow targeting me cause it was so weird. Cause I mean, it really was like, I constantly ended up in the same servers as this person. And I, I made a fool of myself uh, trying to like have it out with this guy. And since that happened to me i 100 percent like i never i I try to like always just it's all about having fun don't take it too serious and even when i made a fool of myself it was like wow like y'all got me like the his whole org got me really good and i was like whoa i can't even like be mad at you guys because you did such a great performance of fooling me you know what i mean and so I I would totally double down on that. Like, and and the other part of that I want to like add to the most is the more you get upset and you like pitch a fit and you call names in chat or global or whatever, the more they're gonna be incentivized to go after you, right? Because we all, I think we all that play, every one of us that plays this game can can everybody has a moment or a player that they remember being like a little. You know, you know what, Mm -hmm. and everybody like that that person or their friends or whoever. But we all have that story of somebody was being a real, you know, a real little problem one day, and either the whole server or they and their friends like just continually went after somebody because they need to be taught a lesson. Like, and and settling things in game is a really healthy thing to do. I believe in that. I Mm -hmm. believe like have it out in the game, but Mm -hmm. like don't take it outside of the game. Mm -hmm. Like, let it. Let it just let it be what it is. It's a game. Mm-hmm. But the other thing that I want to say, and, and this is more of a mechanic, like the strategy, is um, you know, just don't go into just and I guess it goes back to ego too in a way, but don't don't go in expecting to win. Mm-hmm. Like let winning uh like sometimes win like if you let winning be the joyous like thing that it can be and mm-hmm. not like and you don't have that ego of like always expecting to win, mm-hmm. then like defeats never come as harshly to you as they would somebody who expects to win, mm-hmm. if that makes sense.
1: So you say so when, when you go in, it's kind of like that whole thing about uh when people say uh you never fail, you 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 learn, right? You can either look yeah, at and failure I guess or really what did I learn is, from it, which yeah. is what Agents was saying earlier too. You know, what are you learning yeah. when you go in and it doesn't go your way? You know, did you learn something from yeah. it? What are you taking out for the next time? You know, you have an encounter.
0: Like and, and, that. And, you know, just, just like being, being friendly with people's going to get you like, cause if somebody beats the crap out of you, you know, I don't know how many times somebody's like beaten me at PVP and I've been like, Hey, what guns are you running? And I like, I suddenly now have like a new idea, like for guns to run mm-hmm. or like, or, Hey, like what, what are you using? And you're like, what's your loadout? Cause mm-hmm. I, I don't know how many times I've fought with somebody and I've become friends with them because yeah. like ex- exchange of information, right. you know? Yeah.
3: yeah. Also, yeah. What about that, you? Anything? In particular? No, I I I completely agree with what Agents Sleddy said, and, and and especially what Buster just recently said, because I mean we've been in toxic gays Eve, where those people do you know things get um, go wrong, and they want to go ahead and and tell everybody they're going to go ahead and kill them and their dogs and their wives too and things like that. It's a hot mess, mm-hmm. and people just need to understand that you know that one this is a game or a simulation. Mm-hmm. and two um that <laughs> regardless on how much they think that they put so much time into the in, into the game once again it is just a game mm-hmm. and um and sometimes you just need to take a step back if you are that much invested in it and and you know and and look at the consequences of what you are about to get into if you want to start doing those threatening You know, conversations and having those threatening terms and things like that. It's not worth it. Um, A a lot of times you tend to make. Really good friends from those people who did screw you over, just like Buster said. I've met several people. I sit there, and hit them up, and I'm like, "Where did you get that weapon from? Or how did you do that layout or that loadout or things like that? Mm-hmm. Um, Can I come and chill with you?" And then sometimes, or sometimes your org and their orgs, you, you, you got an alliance. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, um, the org that made it full of me, like they're the kind of guys. Like if I told them, like somebody was actually like making me truly uncomfortable in game, like somebody really was like being inappropriate to me they would a hundred percent go hunt that person down
3: right right you're right like absolutely they,
0: they, they i they have my loyalty like i think i have their loyalty for life just because mm. i like got past my ego
3: mm. yep okay yep so yeah just look for that like i said the game is is just a game enjoy the game and and learn from your mistakes and learn from other people who are willing to um to teach you from uh, to not not to make those mistakes okay. it's, a, it's a good game
1: all right, let's hit some of the questions we've got. We're going to, I'm going to pass on that last question because you guys have kind of talked about it, you know, about uh, um, what some things that they need to do to not make it. Oh, I'll tell, I'll
0: tell you advice for the, other than to get good, then I, I'll give okay. it a real quick answer. Uh, try not to, uh, what's it called? Joust. Try not to joust. Watch your speed. Honestly, being a good pilot is good, especially like ship to ship PvP, mm-hmm. being a good pilot is is 100% what's going to get you to be a great PvPer. Okay. Good point. you can't be a great pvp or without being a great pilot so focus on your flying mm. and then the rest should come pretty quick
1: okay just letty i'll go ahead and let you answer if you got an answer for that for the last one there
4: yeah i'd just say get out there and do it mm. you know, like you're not gonna get good at pvp by not doing it so yeah. you know like fps pvp you know flight combat pvp just get out there and start doing it jump in star marine jump in arena commander get out there in the PU, fly red for a bit, Mm -hmm. um, get up that crime. Please,
0: everybody go play Arena Commander for once, please. Please do, yep.
1: Please. I'm glad you said said that because people have been complimenting CIG on the AI improvement in Arena Commander, that it has gotten pretty deadly, and then we know they're doing the expansion on it as well, so it's going to be a bigger arena to play around in. So to your point take advantage of that. I know sometimes it's so easy to forget about Arena Commander and Star Marine, but you do get some friends together and go out there and have fun. You're right, and, and use them to learn and get better. That's a good point. Uh, let's jump into these questions. Uh, first question we had was, and it was from uh, Warhead. and We already answered it. How did we see medical gameplay and PVP come out? Uh, question to, I'll throw this one to Agent Letty. Question for everyone, but everyone can answer, but Agent, you can answer first. Uh, what is the simplest change CIG could make tomorrow that would have the best impact on PvP?
4: Fix desync. Mm. Fix the desync. Mm. Fix that. And PvP. But
0: can they do it tomorrow? Well, no. Can
6: If
4: they could, if they could, if they could, if there was
1: one thing, you know, what's the priority for you, basically? If there was one thing, you're saying yeah. desync. What about you, Buster? I same desync. Desync, yeah. Colossal, you're on the same page?
3: Yeah, decent is the major one. The second thing is gimme full quanta and quantum. <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> yeah, right. Decent and that I was, don't know, well, like to rethink MP- EMPs. I think EMPs need to kind of be revisited. EMPs like whether too. get yeah. them fixed up. Okay. I don't know. Sometimes they work and sometimes the they're Chris, so what was that?
4: But don't get me started on A.M.P. Uh,
0: I know, I know. We could have a whole like hour just talking about it, but I just wanted to. Min- it's worth mentioning too, though. Is I think new
4: fixed.
1: Okay, Maine Jackalope yeah. asked that question. Main Jackalope, thank you. It was a good question. Uh, from Musha Musha One. Where I, somebody's gonna have to help me understand this, and maybe one of you guys understand what he's saying. Where are we on the issue of the F.U.C.K. tent? <laughs> okay, and letting he knows what he's talking um, about. You know what he's talking about?
4: I tell uh yeah, that's a. Black Sales reference. That's so. what he said. It's a Black Sales reference. We cells can talk reference. about that
1: later. Okay, we'll talk about it. Okay, yeah. he'll cover that with yeah, you we can later. We'll talk about that later. Okay, cool. I
0: don't know okay. what is going on over in your org, they, they, but they, but they, clearly, hey, they know they know what they're talking fans. about.
1: They know what they're talking about. Okay, <laughs> yeah, this, they this, do. Let's go from from kaput. Uh, if you get hit by a pirate in Star Citizen, regardless of the outcome, such as you die, escape, negotiate, whatever, do you try to do you try and not note the same of them and try to avoid it in the future or if it was possible try and arrange a bounty to hit them back or would you move on and forget about it okay so he's saying regardless of like what would you happens, retaliate or you know, not how would, you yeah. respond? how would you respond
3: to it let me go to colossal first on that one are you sure you want to go to me? Cause I retaliate. I'm sorry. I, that's um, fine. I mean, that's, fine. That's, that's, that's simple. That's your, 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 um, I'll you're, I'll find you're a way. Ready, huh?
1: Okay. Buster, what about you? Retaliate, <laughs> run, move on, put out a boundary.
0: I don't know. It depends on like kind of my mood, but like, I don't know. I would be the kind of person who, if like, if they were being like inappropriate in like game chat or something, that's a totally different issue. That's, that's me like put, like putting it on a list of people that we always hit. We always hit, mm-hmm. but I don't know. Like, To me, it's, it's more of like, it's a mood thing. Like sometimes if, especially if the person's kind of open to being playful, then maybe like you can have a playful exchange over it. Mm -hmm. But I mean, I don't know. It it just depends on, again, it's just a mood thing. Like sometimes do I ever want to deal with it? Do I just want to like leave it alone? Yeah. It's a vibe. It's a vibe. Bitter. Yes. That's what it is. It, you, whatever the vibe is, is the right answer. Okay. All right.
1: Asians, what about you? How, what's your response?
4: So if somebody was trying to pirate me
1: if if um, you had some type of encounter whatever the encounter is, would you and you lost out would you would you bounty them would you go after them would you say ah, screw it I got something else to do?
4: See we actually go through a lot of these encounters ourselves like we've you know we've gained a bit of a rep uh, mm-hmm. because of our videos and we've had people come after us so we've got bounties on our heads and things like that so we're already aware of a lot of what's going on mm-hmm. um, yeah, you know, like, we deal with problems as we see them in front of us. Mm-hmm. So, you know, until somebody's in front of us, you know, we're just like, all right, well, if they hit us, if it's a good fight, uh, you know, we'll leave it at that. If it ends up being something where they just keep coming back after us, then, you know, we have to fight back, we have to retaliate. Our main goal, though, you know, like, as pirates is, you know, seeking out their booty and property Mm -hmm. which is why you know like you'll see a lot of people say oh why don't you go you know fight combat ships and stuff like that that's not what pirates do Mm -hmm. like there's no value in us fighting a combat ship we Mm -hmm. want things that have value so like if we (laughs) have a bounty hunter send us to prison it'll be like um you know which has happened to me plenty of times i've been sent to prison heaps of times by other players (laughs) though skin off my nose it's part of the game Mm -hmm. like getting salty about or anything like that Mm -hmm. kind of pointless have, um,
1: you, have you memorized the uh, exit route out of the prison? <laughs> yes, yes, I know
4: it. Okay. I know it quite well.
1: <laughs> very cool. Very cool. All right, and we've got one last question here for the panel. Um, how exactly is the typical player supposed to play a game that everything is multi-person? I'm a multi. I'm a single play. Uh, I am. Am I a single place? Am I a single place supposed to log on and hope someone? From my orc shows up or risk randoms who can and will kill you as fast as help as fast as help okay so and that's from soulless bill um yes soulless bill i think that it and, and this is and i'm not saying this to be mean by any way so please don't take this as me being mean when i say this sometimes people forget that the, the this game is described as an MMO rpg multiplayer online game and, it's an, and it is being designed to be a, also a social dynamic where people play together, even though there is a PVE aspect in the game um, where we interface with, and you know the ratio in this game is supposed to be nine, nine to one I think it is of NPCs versus players. But it is also Chris Roberts goal is to get it so that people will play together. That's why we do have some ships that are soloable ships, something like a prospector, but then we have ships like a mole for people who went together in a small group. And then we have ships like the Orion or larger ships like the Javelin. Some ships need only three or four people. Some people need a whole organization like a Javelin or an Idris that would be able to operate those ships. Um, Some people may say, well, you know, I want to own an Idris because it's cool and I want to do it, but I can't run an Idris by myself. The sad news about that is, is that you're absolutely right because the game is not designed to be that. Um, Though it may be cool to do it, right? It may be cool to say I can just put AI blades in all 24 positions and run that ship. I don't think that that's the goal of what Chris Roberts wants to do for this game. So I'm gonna let the panelists respond to that because I also don't think that you're, let's let's say this and, and then I will let the panelists respond. The universe is a big place. Even the one system we have right now is big and I know there's only 50 people on the server, but as those systems build out, and if you look at how much real estate there is in Stanton imagine what it will be like when there are 20 systems with a hundred moons and a hundred planets and even if there are 20,000 people playing in that space you will still be able to play as a single person player now there will be some things that you to accomplish in the game like any other game that grouping up with people will be great there will be people out there, as I mentioned earlier, who if you're that solo players out there and something happens where you get hurt or injured, maybe it's not because of PvP. Maybe it's because you were mining and you fell down and broke your legs and you just can't move. There are going to be people in the game that when you, as from the demonstration on Thursday on ISC, you'll be able to hit a beacon and that call will go out. And there will be people who, I, I don't think they are going to be a lot of evil people in ambulances. I know people keep running that out there in Cutlass Reds. I don't. It, I don't think it's profitable enough. I think there are going to be people who are going to enjoy that level. Not saying there won't be any, but I think the majority of those people are going to be out there because they want to go out there and help people. They want to get paid for doing it. That's going to be their gameplay. Now we'll have to see. We'll have to see. nothing's written in stone. I don't want to theory craft too much, but let me
3: go to Agents Letty and let him talk about that question a little bit too for that single. You player. do got you. You do got that amputee stuff going on, Griffin. I wouldn't be surprised if somebody amputated an arm on purpose.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey, just let me give us your thoughts about um, that single player who wants to be out there in the verse
4: i would put it down to risk versus reward really like mm. you know what are you willing to risk uh and what sort of reward do you seek Because, mm. uh you know many hands make light work mm-hmm. um with you doing it on your own uh you just need to accept that there's certain things that you're just not going to be able to do and that's one of the things that uh is made clear by cig is that Yes, you could play this game solo. Uh, You're not going to be able to achieve to the same degree as what organizations can. But they do aim to make the game, you know, playable for a solo player. It's just, you're a solo player in a multiplayer game. And that's the thing that needs to be, you know, you need to remember as that solo player. There are other people out there and they're not playing the same game or they're not playing the game the same way that you are. They're playing the game the way that they want to. So as a solo player, like whilst you just want to go out there and do your own thing and you know we as pirates we encounter a lot of these solo players we go out there and we'll come across a lone rock in the middle and we'll pirate them and you'll see in our videos it'll be like five ships emp's going off a qed ship coming down and dropping troops to you know go board the that solo player's ship to take their gems and we've been told you know i just want to play my game i just want to you know play my solo game i just want to do my thing And it's like that's fine if you want to do that thing you know your thing on your own, and not, not be left alone. but you're playing a multiplayer game, and you know this game facilitates gameplay for us as well, and we're capable of doing this. This is allowed within the game rules, and you need to accept that this is a risk that you're taking by playing by yourself. But you know like at the end of the day, I don't think I've ever come across a you know an, any sort of group of players that are willing to take somebody in. So if you Mm -hmm. want to be a solo player for a while that's fine but eventually you want to like progress to uh, you know working within a group it's Mm -hmm. just a natural progression because you will seek that out you'll seek that interaction out with other people and Mm -hmm. it only takes one positive experience for it to happen Mm -hmm. you know i used to play a lot of solo like a lot of games by myself as well like over a decade ago it was only like you know one positive experience yeah, you know, in a PvP game, that kind of just brought me into you know more organized group play, and now I'm just like you know hardcore into it. Mm-hmm. So you know, play yeah, that the st- way that you want.
3: Yeah, I still have to reference uh, and what agents are saying is, is all true and good. Um, I still have to reference as far as you know what Griff said earlier in terms of uh, what Chris Roberts wants. He does want multi-playing um, uh, orcs. He that's that's where he wants this game to go. He wants you guys playing together. A great example of a space game. I've always I say this again, I say this over and over again. A great example of a of a space game where you are multiplaying in a ship is Star Trek Bridge Crew. I
0: knew you were gonna say uh, that. I just love I
3: it, Buster. That. I mean, let me know if I'm wrong, but that is really good. It is fun to play. Everybody has their own uh station. It's completely functional. Um I, I I'm hoping and praying at least we see something uh, some resemblance of that with, um, uh, star citizen because I had a blast, um, with that, with that game. And I hope we get something like that in, in, um, star citizen.
1: Buster, let me ask you that question too, single player versus the multiplayer idea, um, you know, what are the expectations when you I, go out in the verse?
0: I've spoken on this a few times and agents pretty much made a lot of the points I would normally make on the subject. Mm-hmm. Um. And, and I agree with with uh, Colossal, too. Like, I want that kind of cooperative gameplay, that really immersive cooperative. But I guess the way I always kind of phrase the long lines of kind of what Agents was saying was I always say, you are not immune to the gameplay of other people in a multiplayer game, mm-hmm. nor are they immune from your gameplay. Right. Um, and, it, and it's something I particularly, like, especially when, like, that whole controversy about stream sniping kind of arose, mm-hmm. uh like, oh, about, oh, a little over a year ago, or something, on, like, the forums and stuff, when when Zylo posted that, that post to kind of remind everybody about their policies on the, the matter, and that griefing is, you know, I, I would tell other streamers, I'm like, you're not immune to other people playing the game, just because you are somebody on Twitch, you know, and I think that just applies to everybody that's not just, but I think, you know, in that context, that there's a specific thing to say there, but... I don't know man like I I I want people to be able to play the game like solo right I think I think having the ability to got to go do your own thing is something that needs to be there but I also think that you know going into an MMO and expecting not to have interactions with other people is kind of silly um and and I don't know I I just I play solo a lot and I, this comes from somebody who plays solo all the time. I, I love playing solo. I like doing my own thing, you know, whether I go PvP or I go PvE or I just go screw around. But overall, the the best times I've ever had in this game is usually when other people are involved. Um, and I mean, you know, your gameplay doesn't have to be going out and shooting everybody. I mean, you could be like me and go put like 500 hot dogs inside of a ship because, you know, that's the thing to do. But it, it's it's just like... It, that's it. it. You're just not immune to other people's gameplay, and they aren't. And they aren't immune to you either. But what? But behavior now, behavior in said game is a totally different issue, right? So behave yourselves. Be be kind. You know, you don't have to be nice to everybody. You don't have to be friends with everybody in the game. But you certainly should. You know, everybody should get like a baseline level of respect from you. But the earning and then or when they earned your disrespect, well, have like game on. <laughs> Go have a great time. Okay, but. I don't know. I just, I just think that, like, it's Chris Roberts' dream, like, vision, not yours, mm-hmm. individual player. That's something I always say a lot too. Is this mm-hmm. is Chris Roberts' dream game, not your dream game. Right. Sorry to break it to you, sweethearts.
1: Yeah, and that is you something know. that we all have to kind of remember too. And there's a lot of things that CIA. does. People really does. need to
0: take that, well, they, like, step back and remember that sometimes. Well,
1: they listen to the community, right, to get our feedback. And they are trying to create a game that right. obviously, because they need players, but at the it's same time. It's not like time, they don't listen
0: to us right. and they don't take our, 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 our anecdotes, like we know our experiences into mm-hmm. account. Right. But at the end of the day, like not every little thing about Star Citizen is going to be exactly the way you as an individual want it. Right. I mean, there's right. things that aren't in the game that I don't have or whatever. And mm-hmm. I, I don't go on the internet and make five posts about it. mm mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: you know yeah i just think it's more of an appreciation for those of us especially i mean and it's a great game but for those of us who followed him um mm-hmm. uh, and played his games wing commander and things like that and so forth and so forth and and you can appreciate the fact that you know he's come back and he's given us this vision mm-hmm. um and that you know it's it, like i said it's i knew about that and and as soon as i saw um, uh, that Chris Roberts came back and, and he was making this game, I was like, I'm already sold because I loved yeah. his series that he had and then based off of what I what I was what I was seeing, I was like, oh, this is Empyrean to the 50th level. But can I
1: cut in on that, you know? Colossal? Here's the problem. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of players who don't know how Chris Roberts' games played. Yeah, And they're basing it on their experiences that they've had in other games. Mm-hmm. They don't realize how theme-oriented he is, how story-oriented he is, how lore-oriented he is the interactions between NPCs. I mean, they don't know that. They just know what's been presented in Star Citizen.
6: Right,
0: there's some players every
1: day. come along for the ride. But but here, no, hear what I'm saying. What I'm saying is is that because they don't have that background, it also Uh denies them the appreciation of understanding that vision. What they're basing it on is their experiences of how PVP and MMOs have been in the past. So yeah, there, there's I a lot of trepidation, is all I'm saying, because they don't have that background you have to understand. Like you got excited when you heard Chris Roberts, but some people,
3: all they heard was there's this new space game out. Right. And <laughs> and I, can, I can relate to that mm-hmm. because I mean I wasn't that way with Nick Braven, you yeah, know when yeah. he did Elite, uh, you know uh, Elite Dangerous, mm-hmm. and so I can I can definitely relate to that. But Elite Dangerous is a good game. Yeah. You know I mm-hmm. know it's having his problems right now, but I'm not hating on Elite Dangerous. It's right. a good game. Right. So um uh, so i i definitely understand on, on that point and, mm-hmm. and uh, about that you know all people just need to do is, is if there there are two groups of people in the game mm-hmm. they're the people who who just ready whether play rather play mm-hmm. a game that is finished mm-hmm. and there are people who, who will go along for the ride right no matter what it is they'll go ahead and go along for the ride right so you know it, it's, it, it's just those people who don't know chris roberts or haven't known him for years in terms of what he's done mm-hmm. um i would say you know just uh you know you, you can you can there are times where you can't enjoy the game for free mm-hmm. or you just wait until the game comes out mm-hmm. you know okay. either or it'll be around.
0: okay i mean i like chris roberts and all that but he ain't no jared huckabee
3: no oh, Lord, okay, I'm not gonna, we're not going to go down
1: that road today.
0: I was, I was, you know, I was chill <laughs> the, 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 the last bar citizen. Thank you very much. Yes, yes I,
1: you were, I I'm was cool with the cucumber. I will grant you okay. that. I will grant you yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We've got Better. one more question from Gala Hero 7 hey, I hope I'm reading that correctly. I am. Thoughts on ODing your org mates as a medic. Um, let me go to agents on that one.
4: Yeah, I don't think, um, I think that's going to be done on purpose a lot in my org. Um, (laughs) one of the things I'm probably going to have to do is ban my boarding teams from, uh, sitting anywhere near each other and tell the medic to pretty much keep their hands to themselves. So they come staggering Um, off their ships. Yeah, yeah, like... It's one of the yeah. it's one of the most frustrating parts about the game, uh, where there's a lot of waiting, and when people are waiting, you yeah. get bored, and then they start doing dumb things. So, you know, I, I imagine quite a few times that we'll probably end up boarding ships with one or two people less because one of them's OD'd on the ship itself, oh, uh, wow. because the medic decided to play around a bit, and somebody accidentally broke a leg. Okay.
1: I do have one other serious question. I'm, I'm I said I was going to try to wrap this up, but I do want to ask this question to both of you and to Colossal as well. Is the negative side of PvP, and I'm referring to the the negative side, literally the negative side, do you agree that much of it is happening because there is no content? In other words, are people bored? Is it because they are anticipating um, those those challenges that we know that will come in the future, they're not there yet, so they go into the sandbox, and because it's not there, because there is no jump you know uh uh jump what's it called
5: um jump, jump, down. jump town. jump town. Oh, things of that nature
1: yeah. to for them to focus in on because there is no as colossal mentioned no quanta with trade lanes yet is that pvp that's happening the negative pvp is it happening because of the lack of that do you think that that's do you think it attributes to it maybe i shouldn't say is it because of it Agents, I'll let nope. you go on that one. I guess first, Agents. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> do you think that's there? Uh, no, you, and the reason I'm think... asking because you guys create your own. Yeah. yeah. In fact, in one of your videos, you even talk about the fact that because Star Citizen is not there, you've been able to create your own. But do you think that some of it comes from the fact that it isn't? Because I've heard that as an argument. I've heard people in the PvP community say, well, there's nothing for us to do. That's why we hang out over Port Olisar and blow people up because there's, you know, nothing to do.
4: You see, part of the reason why Jump Town was popular was because that people would congregate there and, you know, PvPers are looking for players to fight. Mm -hmm. Whilst you got, like, Arena Commander and Star Marine, you don't get that same rush as you do in the Persistent Universe where you you can have more people getting involved in the fight. The battle can change, you know, at a moment's notice. You know, you could end up in prison. You could end up back at Grim Hex. You could end up... You know, like respawning back in your bed, getting a couple of friends together, jumping in a multi crew ship the next time and going back out there. Like the options for all of that sort of stuff starts mm. coming up. Mm. But there's no like nexus of PvP anywhere other than what you create. You know, like when we're going out there and looking yeah. for people to pirate, we will be hunting people for, you know, hours. We'll be looking for hours and we'll send scouts out <laughs> everywhere. Um, We talk about this in uh, our latest episode of the Mongol Pirate Academy, where, you know, like how we layer our approach to scouting, you know, we'll position people in certain places where scouts looking. And as soon as we find someone, that becomes our nexus for where we're going to engage in our gameplay. Mm. And, you know, an issue with a lot of the communities is that they're not willing to do that. They don't want to go out and hunt that much. You know, they don't want to spend three hours just to spend five minutes fighting and then either dying or getting a single kill so when you're looking for like pvp gameplay you've got the groups that want you know are happy with doing scripted events Mm -hmm. you know like getting together organizing something and they'll do that they're fine with that Mm -hmm. but then there's the people who want that emergent gameplay and that's what a lot of pvp players you know you'll find in star citizen that's what they're seeking they're seeking emergent pvp experiences Mm -hmm. where it just Go you know, like naturally bubbles up, and it can turn into those you know full-scale wars later on down the track, where two mm-hmm. groups are there fighting over control of something. So what this game lacks at the moment is next, you know, a nexus of uh, PvP, uh, an area where people can you know congregate, which is what Nine Tails was supposed to be achieving, right? Oh, know, nice. that nexus of PvP. Right. Xeno threat, you know, players were trying to take agency in Xeno threat mm-hmm. uh, to try and you know create that, use that as a nexus of PvP, but mm-hmm. Because it's heavily orientated towards PVE gameplay, you know, you don't get that sort of um, you know interaction to the same degree. There are some PvP players who like to run blue that will, you know, get on board with it and they'll start engaging, and that's where you end up with the more positive experiences with PvP. Mm. But you know, like people don't want to engage in PvP. It, it's always going to be that one-sided thing. But what the game lacks is you know those areas to go to where you know that you're going to get into a fight. Mm okay buster
0: Uh, i would 100% agree because even uh, and i I noticed while you were talking about that as somebody commented the jump town was kind of opt-in you knew it was there and you were willing to risk it right like you made you made the choice and i i get where people come from where you know obviously griefing to to me pvp and griefing are two things Mm -hmm, right griefing is is just you know you're just being miserable and you're just, you're making everybody else miserable. Mm-hmm. Whereas PVP is like, you're actually trying to play the game. You're actually trying to like gain some skill here. You know, there's something, you know, you're trying there, mm-hmm. there's actual gameplay. And, uh, you know, but at the same time, I, I, there was somebody else that said something along the lines of like, if, if, you know, if people are picking up fights at P, at P.O., mm-hmm. then just go. Like, if you don't want to fight at P.O., just go. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, it, it's fine. Like, I, I just think that, you know, again, you aren't immune to other people's gameplay, you know, like spawn, spawn killing, whatever, like whatever, you're not really gaining a skill there. Like what, what you're just, you're just like wasting your time. Just, but at the same time, if that's what you want to do, like go do it. Just, you know, I can go jump to a different server or, you know, whatever. Right. It's, it's not hard to avoid what you don't want in the game. it's a pretty big game and that's about to get pretty a lot bigger bigger Mm -hmm. and not a huge not a huge like count of people available to like you know how many people can be in a server Mm -hmm. so at the moment if you want to avoid pvp it's really not that hard just go away from where it's happening it's it's but at the same time you know again like it you know everybody plays their own game everybody does their own thing Mm -hmm. and how 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 the the players play is their business right Mm -hmm. and that's how they play the game i don't know i just i don't know i i i have enough people talk about griefing all the time i've had people come to me and tell me oh i'm getting grief for this and i'm like yeah you're not really getting grief though you're you're just you're you're around people that are pvping and you're refusing Mm -hmm. to like attention Find to a the solution. situation right. yep. you're, 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 you're not solving it for yourself like either learn to defend yourself and fight back mm-hmm. or go, go else, right okay <laughs> go right.
3: get the Point f out mate. of dodge mate. plus what about you any last thoughts yeah I, I agree with both of them i uh, i mean and i said earlier and i apologize to the guests because i said and just came out and just uh, you know just i'm a straight talker no mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I don't think PVPers are bored. Uh, bored does they, they cause PVP. Said, that to bad, me, I said bad behavior. I ain't talking about regular oh, okay, PVP. Behavior. No, absolutely mm-hmm. not. Okay. Um, I, I think I think you hear that a lot of times from content creators who are bored because they they sit there running around here talking. About they ain't got no content, mm-hmm. so they, they run around here with the false sense that people are doing bad things because there's no, uh, there's no gameplay in the game. Okay. PVPers are gonna are gonna PVP all day, all night, regardless of what, what the content is. Mm-hmm. They're okay. gonna do that all day long. Mm-hmm. And um, and I mean, we went out uh, one day. You know, the Soul Citizen's crew. We just happened to go out. And there was a huge. There was a, a couple of people griefing. I won't say griefing. They were PvPing at port Olisar. We all jumped in and mm-hmm. we stayed about an hour, just mm-hmm. pew pewing the whole time. It was fun. It was a great time. And so it's gonna. It's, I I don't see um that people do that because they're bored or their lack of content mm-hmm. you're going to pvp whenever whenever there's a situation arise or you make the content or you create it and that's what pvp does you're creating new content and that to me a lot of times is more exciting than just a typical cargo run mm-hmm. or or just go ahead and just uh, you know or even hanging out at the bars <laughs> um, you're creating your own content and what 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 is isn't better than creating your own content okay
0: and can can i add one little thing cuz i'm seeing a lot of this in chat and mm-hmm. it's it's really kind of like i think it needs to be addressed um like some people are kind of going on about uh you know some stuff to do with uh i'm trying to re- I'm kind of screen- scanning you know there there there's there's a lot of people that are pro PVP in here and i uh, 100% like go do your thing go go and I, i'm pro PVP i believe in it but the thing is is like there is going to come, there, there does need to be checks and balances in the game so that players can get together as groups. And like if we, if, if, if you don't continue your own skill at, in, in certain areas of the game, right, then you leave it up to other people to constantly berate you and, and take you down. And so one thing I do want to see is personally, I do want to see more players get into pvp because like you were saying earlier griffin there's like kind of you think that this percentage of pvp players versus everybody else mm-hmm. like the pvpers are kind of a minority mm-hmm. and and it makes it an interesting opportunity for them but when you let them continue to be a strong group uh, a small but strong group that that ganks you all the time then you're gonna that 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 trend is gonna continue like any but good pvp a but that's a different
1: but hang on a you you're talking about ganking and it's, and I want to make sure we distinguish the difference. Well, I just mean getting TV beat players. in like a
0: fight. I don't, okay, I don't mean right. like,
6: okay, I, right.
0: when I say ganked, like you did to me, gank is like an actual, like honest fight. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. like you just got snus, you just have to get slapped down gotcha. in it. Gotcha. And, and you know, if you're, if you're getting like beat all the time or whatever, like do something about it. Like I said, make a solution. Mm-hmm. But if you continue to just, like, complain about people being good at it and beating your ass, then you're never going to get – like, it's going to – the trend is going to continue in your star citizen life. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I say all the time that I suck at it, but I'm one of those people I'm at least trying to get to a level of, of decency at defending I, myself. Like, yeah. I don't quit – like, sure, I have, I have crappy days doing it, but I don't quit trying to get better at it. And I'm not saying everybody has to be good at it, but if you're not good at it, then find the solution of finding people that are good at it that are mm-hmm. going to have your back. Yeah. Like, sure, there's so first. many ways to strategize and solve problems in this game. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just, I think, like, letting certain people always get good at it and always, because a good PvPer wants pe- other people get better at it so they can get better at it, like, fighting them.
1: Mm-hmm. Challenge. What's the challenge? right challenge okay Very Shoot cool. first
3: beg for forgiveness later
1: <laughs> very cool very cool <laughs> all right well listen we are going to wrap up the show we've had some uh some great conversation we've had some awesome guests that have made their sunday evening spending time with us and of course those of you who've been chat, you guys have been lighting the chat up my stream labs is going to give me some crazy reports on how big our chat was tonight but we that appreciate diff. you guys uh sharing a lot of the information that you guys share especially those who came out to support uh agents letty and uh buster destroyer we thank you all to uber nerd thank you for the big raid tonight as always buddy we appreciate you Jod Jod, i see you we love you too thank you for your support you're always there for us and many of you guys we really do appreciate you all being here uh agents Letty, let people know where people can find you please tell us a little bit about where they can track you down videos wise or twitch wise or whatever the case may
4: be um, so pretty much Mungle Squad's main uh, YouTube channel. That's where we put all our content out and it's just youtube.com uh, forward slash C forward slash Mongolsquad or one word lowercase and uh, we put out uh, content videos for our piracy ops every uh, three times a week Um, and we also do a monthly uh, talk show at the end of the month as well. Oh, well, That's awesome. I didn't know about the talk show. Very cool.
1: Alright, once again, I'm highly recommending. Check out their videos, Gang, on YouTube. Really, really good stuff. Buster, where can people find you? Did we lose Buster? She's muted. Oh, she's muted.
0: <laughs> Twitch. Dot, okay, hi, I'm Buster. <laughs> um, Buster. Oh, Pumblejay. <laughs> uh, I am. Uh, I am a streamer here on Twitch. You can find me Twitch TV, Twitch slash Buster the Destroyer. Uh, on like, uh, on stuff like YouTube, uh, Twitter, and Instagram, I'm Buster Destroyer uh so you can find me in multiple places just check me out and come by say hi to me sometime while i stream or just while i'm on shows like this awesome shows like this so uh and then i also play like some i i generally on Pub's channel we have a group called tsmr where we we play uh ttrpgs and uh, i play some i play a character in a star trek game and i play a character in an expanse game uh the expanse game should be coming back pretty soon so if you're into tabletop rpgs come see me
1: okay very cool and Colossal, where can people find you and Grumpy Bear? Uh,
3: Well, <laughs> before I get to that, a major shout-out to uh, Agents Letty and Mongrel Squad for coming in and giving us a nice perspective of of what they do. I definitely enjoyed it. Always a huge shout-out to Buster the Destroyer. you like one of my idols when I see you stream. A lot of the times it's always fun watching you stream. So I definitely enjoy that. And always good shout-out to... Uh, I got to send a shout-out to... Um, Test Squadron. Best, uh, Squadron, best Squadron, because that's what I always do with them, and a good shout-out to all the lovely folks at Soul Citizens, including our wonderful host, Griff. Um, you'll find me with Test Squadron. School is up right now, and I'm trying to uh, to do as best I can because I got all my kids in school right now to be safe. So uh, you probably won't see me that much, or you, that's the reason why you haven't seen me that much, because once school is in session, I'm pretty much ghost until May. So... I'll try to pop in from time to time, but you'll find me here at Soul Citizens or on the verse with Tesco. Mm -hmm.
1: Awesome, okay. Well, again, thank you to both of our guests for being here. Don't forget on Thursdays, we do Soul Talk. That's our community talk show. Where you guys get to come in, hang out with Fastcart, who hosts that, some of the other people from the uh, Soul Citizens team to talk about what's happened on ISC and what goes on during the week on Soul Citizens, or I mean in Star Citizen rather. That's at 10 p.m. Eastern Time on Thursdays. Next Sunday, we've got a very, very special show. We are doing a show called decoupled married in the verse. We're going to have some folks who are married couples who play star citizen together, husband and wives who are out there doing their thing in the star citizen universe. And we're going to find out which one of them owns the most ships who pays for the ship stuff like that. So it should be a fun show next Sunday, decoupled married in the verse. And yeah, we appreciate you guys being here tonight with us, but again to our guests, Thanks for hanging out with us tonight, guys. And to all of you guys, peace, love, and soul. We'll see you guys next week. Take care. Catch you later.